Material Components. Episode 73, Inevitable. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thanks for Aww. having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Good. I almost said good morning, but it's not... It might be morning when you're listening to this, but it's certainly not morning now. Um... <laughs> But I, hello and welcome. I am Olivia, and I am playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlight, Half Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And of course, before we start tonight's session, I'd like to ask the same thing I ask every time, and that is whether or not all of you remember what happened last time. Yeah, we made, made some necklaces. We made we just jewelry. we dabbled in some jewelry making. Um, Cherish taught us the ins and outs. Um, yeah, it's my specialty. We and gave I up. I have a skill proficiency in <laughs> jeweler's tools. We gave up on our, our, our adventuring lifestyle and decided to become jewelers. And, <laughs> now, okay. That's what Cherish is going to do when yeah. all of this ends. Now we all have friendship necklaces. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. pretty good. It's a matching yeah. set. But what actually happened, guys? Let's. Uh... <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> we, we, did, we did make necklaces. <laughs> we did do that. That is that part. Well, For true. once, we're not actively lying about what we did. We're just um, omitting most of the truth. Yeah, we made some lawless pendants for our venture into the wilding. Mm -hmm. So that we can save Fair Amesir and continue saving the valley. Which I think is a pretty, pretty good motivation for doing that. Yeah, yeah. but apparently some people don't think so. Uh, I mean, people's a big stretch. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's true. yeah. To be fair, we don't know what it is yet. But nope. the right now, some Bontor, entities, uh, entities. The Bontor mechanist concordant. I mm -hmm. probably miss. I probably butchered that. But. No, that's perfect. That is precisely oh. the the three words I've been waiting nearly two years to say is the Bator mechanist concordant, and all the implications that surround know. those three words. I just <laughs> oh, so delicious. <laughs> all I know is this ain't Bator and it ain't mechanist. So. <laughs> It doesn't apply to me. <laughs> but leastways, yes, before we got to your journeys in jewelry making, there was a, a bit of a discussion had by young Master Sid with an older Master Sid. What's true? Meeting of the Sids, round two. Meeting of the Sids. Um, yeah, just kind of checking in um, about a few things, uh, like what happened. Uh you know, <laughs> between between uh, Angela and Elder Sid, a uh, few questions about I don't know resurrection magic. Apparently, there's there's a monkey's paw sort of 
uh, <laughs> again, I Michael know that this is a terrible line of inquiry. Sid doesn't know. Um, I know that's what makes it so good. <laughs> so delicious. Yes, you learned a great many things about Angelo's relationship with Lucidian, including yeah. that apparently he wanted to bring both her and you uh, to live here in Fair Ames here uh, against the wishes of uh, his family and tradition. Uh, but mm -hmm. Angela wasn't having any of it, so uh, Lucidian, by his own admission, made the biggest mistake of his life and put his people ahead of his own wants and desires. I mean, one family for another, I suppose. So, um, Yeah, and uh, I would say ended the conversation on as good a terms as have happened so far, so... <laughs> We're, we're um, making progress. I mean, you were like, hey, I might go, I'm going to go do this dangerous thing and I might die. So no, I think, I think what Sid specifically said is, hey, I'm not going to die later. <laughs> that was, oh, that's true. After a, that's after very, a good top from Stormpiercer, yeah. who is um, <laughs> my my greatest, uh, oh, what is the word? Uh, hype man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I concluded that I will not die. I'll be fine, and I'll return to sort out whatever the fuck's happening here. So it's true. Yell sort it out your some dad. more. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you had some companionship while you went to go meet with your uh, erstwhile family in the form That's of true. Grawl, uh, and both of you received or <laughs> ended up leaving the house with <laughs> gifts. There we go. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Did I? Yeah. Uh, Grawl, oh, while yes, perusing yeah. the bookshelves of your father's office, found a, a certain magical tome that uh, may help expand his mind a little bit. Uh, He'd want me to have it. He really would. <laughs> it's the least he could do. That and the fruit cups. <laughs> I don't know if there's cups involved. Meanwhile, Sid received... The only thing his father thought could even possibly help mend their relationship, and that is something he called his memories, but came in the form of two rings uh, hanging from a silver chain, which he gave you. The implication yeah. being that they are magical rings of some kind. Yeah, I, ha I have some thoughts about it, but I'm super excited to see what that's all about. Um, well, after... You know, our current situation is resolved, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, because afterwards, you, having previously gotten together everything you needed to perform a ritual to create lawless pendants, magic yeah. items that would allow you to traverse the plains without suffering any consequences thereof. Um, no consequences. It's so funny <laughs> how there were no consequences. And while <laughs> the original that you received from the... The folk of Leng uh, was certainly a, a a dubious acquisition at the best of times. Um, your need to create more of them seems to have had some... Well, it's attracted some attention. Hmm. Listen, if we give up I, our dealer, we'll be fine. I was just about to say, that is 100% my, like, how were we supposed to know that we couldn't trust this weird potato man who stole stuff from us? 
look, when you decided to go full Walter White and make your own supply, uh, that's when uh-huh. things started breaking bad, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I am he sure. Had, he had cancer. We have a world to save. <laughs> One world is ending. His is ending. Ours is ending. It's all about saving the world. I've never mm-hmm. seen Breaking Different Bad. Scales. I'm pretty sure Walter White becomes the bad guy at some point, but. At some point. <laughs> yeah. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. But leastways, <laughs> at the end of your ritual, once the extraplanar space you'd conducted it in was exposed to the outside, it was quickly consumed by the silver-gray porcelain sheen that you'd seen in the strange hybrid plane that you visited a few times now. And while you still are... Uh, just a few steps away from exiting the room, a voice had spoken out to you and said that you had been judged and found guilty by the order of the Bator Mechanis Concordant, and that you would be punished for your crimes against reality. I think, uh, the, uh, I think the last thing that anyone said out loud was Cherish said, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a very, very quick refresher. Um... Who all is not frozen with us? It's the four of us and Judah. Is I don't know Judah if we know. here. You never f- went to go look for Judah after the whole uh, Dreamlands thing, so you're not quite sure <gasps> oh, where he is. Yep. Whoops. Whoops, a doodle. Yeah, yep. he's certainly not here with you. Um, but yeah. he left, though, right? I saw him disappear like everyone else, just checking, right? You, The last time you saw him, he was going off to bed, you assumed, after your traversal into the Dream Archive. Okay, though he okay. definitely looked rather disgruntled by the experience. You're not quite sure what happened in the <laughs> aftermath. No one checked up on him. Um, but leastways... It's a no, two-way street! No, he did not. Um... The companions you had in the ritual chamber were an Aeon Sonoran, the uh, abjuration specialist you'd gotten to help create the the necklaces, uh, two of Sid's family members, and that being uh, Suoran Lyodon and Lee Valfir Lyodon, uh, two of Sid's... Technically, an Aeon is family. In a roundabout <laughs> way. <laughs> Step uncle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uncle. I got one of those. Stungle. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Master Blizz Fizzlemozzle, the uh, head of the Halls of Wonder and the keeper of the Riftkeeper Sanctum that lies beneath mm-hmm. it. And they are all frozen in that blue-gray porcelain sheen, their exposed threads going directly upwards into infinity. But there was another who had accompanied you to conduct oh. this ritual. Canaeus. And that was, in fact, the Seder Canaeus. And oh. a quick glance around will startlingly reveal that he remains full of color and blinking with surprise, shock, and a, just a modicum of horror. Well, at least something is shaking him. Jesus. Does he have a thread? Ooh, good question. No. Oh, just. What? No, he does not. What? Take my beer here. Just gonna have a nice sip. Does Grawl have a thread right now? I... Is his sword 
wouldn't believe so if his sword was yeah. present, which I believe well, he said it true, was yeah. because he was all yeah. hyped up about something going terribly wrong with the ritual, which yep. yeah. in hindsight, <laughs> in hindsight, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all two of my spell slots looking good. <laughs> okay. Oh, so we are in the same space, but it looks, it has that whitish blue gray sort of sheen to it. And the door in front of you is ajar. The outline of Lee Valfir stands in the door a few paces outside, having been frozen on her way out. And yeah, that voice thunders from outside. From outside. Okay. Just close the doors. <laughs> close the door. And like, <laughs> we have everything in? we need. We can make this right place here. whatever we want. We don't have to go anywhere. <gasps> I don't think that's true. Uh, okay. Anyway. All right. I guess we go out. Okay. Actually, no. Kanaeus, no, no, what are you doing here? Um, what's happening? Oh, so this is the, the, um, well, we never really came up with a name for it. It's yeah, the astral plane and the ethereal plane kind of smushed together. The twinkle zone? The twinkle zone? Oh, I'm not calling it that. That's, no, that's not very good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, hmm. I, I know you guys look to me for, like, inspiration, coming up with really good ideas, but right now I don't have anything. I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, this is this is what happened during the trials um, when we were, uh, yeah, when we all met. And what was that voice? No idea. Some That's idiot thinks I... he's done something wrong. Which clearly, clearly. we have not. Uh, uh-huh. How did it know that language? What language? What language? It was you... speaking infernal. It was speaking in common. <laughs> it was... Some sort of celestial. What are you talking about? It was definitely no. common. It no, was it definitely was speaking Aegean. How did it know Aegean? It was. I don't. Okay. Okay. So clearly, magic. It was speaking in languages that, for in languages that we would understand individually, for whatever reason. Okay. Um, and you all be here. Uh, Faint clinking and scrabbling sounds coming from the door now. Second. <laughs> I draw my sword. And you see long, spindly, bronze-looking limbs coming from the sides of the doors. Something is coming this way. Oh, good. Thanks, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, just... Moment. Everything's frozen anyway. Why does time matter? Well, I mean, it isn't frozen for us. Hypothetically, we could still... That's true. I guess time is... Uh... Time's fake anyway. Listen, what exactly is going on? And I'm addressing... I'm kind of not moving closer to the door, but I gotta turn and take maybe a step. And... As you glance towards the door, you'll see that there is a, a large, rough-looking box? A square, definitely, a cube of some kind. Uh, and it's got these big, silvery discs on the front, and a, and a large 
plated metal, looks like a mouth beneath, but there's no orifice, it's just like the embossment of a mouth over this metal box. But the embossment moves, and when it does, it begins to speak. Um, and it will say, zero, zero, one, 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 zero. I'll speak that one. It's just numbers. Some sort of automaton? What the f- what is this? What are we looking at? And, yeah, it addresses Cherish. Um, zero one zero zero one one zero zero. How about common? It begins pushing past Leval Fear, and you see it has it's not actually walking, it's moving on these tiny little like flapping wings that are at the back corners of the cube, and it seems to be propelling it forward. Dangling off of the four corners on its lower side are these four articulated, long, spindly bronze limbs, each tipped with four fingers that seem to move and rearticulate to where the thumb needs to be. It doesn't have a particular thumb finger per se. I both hate and love whatever this is. <laughs> and it says the fingers are still metal, though, right? They're not like every, everything of it is metal. Yeah. Okay, thank God. And as it like squeezes past Leave Alfier, suddenly popping into the room, it says zero one one zero 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 one. Yeah, we're not. We, some, uh, we're not understanding. Is there somebody who speaks common? Elvis. the manager. Just somebody else. We heard a voice. Who was that? One. One. Mm. Okay, we'll call them one. Where's one? <laughs> zero one 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 zero one one one. Okay, that's enough of this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to go outside. No, nobody speaks binary. God damn it. And. It will float towards you, and all of its limbs will gesture, like all four of its limbs will gesture in a beckoning motion towards you all. All right, well. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. We'll okay. Is Canaeus coming with us? And Canaeus, like, points towards itself, and the uh, creature, whatever this is, turns towards Canaeus, and it seems to, like, stop and consider, and the little discs of silver will get a little bit of a burnished quality to them, and the mouth embossment will frown slightly, but then it will say, mm, zero. And its little cube head will shake in the air. And Kanaeus will go, oh, cool, sweet. What? <laughs> so you're just gonna hang out here? Just... What are you, what are you, what are you gonna do? Uh, do you, do you want me out there, or? Uh, no, uh, we should warn you, though, there are, like, weird, spiny monster things this, It could here be incredibly dangerous that in this. are potentially, yeah. And he'll look around inside the, the cube he's in. Um, Not here, like, out in the... Yeah, he's probably fine in there. Alright, cool. Yeah, just keep an eye on everyone. We'll be back. Give, give it like five minutes. I'm sure that's all we'll need for this. Okay. And the strange cube creature will beckon the four of you forward. 
And it will say, one, 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 zero, 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 one, one. Sure. Is there anything out- outside? I'm not. I Tears is like, I don't know what this is, and I don't... Whatever. <laughs> the four of you go outside? Yeah, let's do it. The strange flapping cube creature will follow behind you, and it seems to be like whoever's at the rear of the group is sort of just like fluttering just behind them as though urging them forward. Okay. It's definitely Grawl. Yeah. (laughs) And as the four of you exit, you find yourselves in a frozen fair aims here. Everything has that polished blue-gray sheen over it. And it is particularly of note that Fair Ames here is a vertical city. Many people get around by flying. And there are fixed people and objects and creatures in the air just frozen in place. Their silver threads shooting off into infinity above. The weird twisting nexus of nothing writhing above you. Purples and silvers and grays and blues. Standing on the thoroughfare just outside of this is a creature that seems to be some sort of soldier or senator. It's tough to place exactly what this creature is. It wears dark red crimson robes lined with black and silver that drape across its shoulders and form a hood, almost a cowl, over its head. There's enough of this robe that it's draped over one arm and it seems to be holding it up in a stately fashion, but with its left hand at the side it holds a long sword. This is not a metallic-based... Wait, is it metal? of the creature itself, which isn't much, is just a rough silver mask. There's like bolted plates of steel over the face with a small slit for a mouth and two slits for eyes. And it seems as though the the mouth plate sort of rests over the lower jaw plate in a way that almost resembles fangs. It's not like the same as the mirrored finished thing no. that popped in. Okay, okay, just okay. making sure. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah. What makes this creature familiar in a way, though, is that behind the mask and leaking out from the cowl and behind the, the eye and mouth holes of this thing, and as it moves, you can see in the folds of its robes, little flashes of white, silver, blue light dancing geometry the same stuff you saw behind the skein, which is robes, cloths, whatever it was dressed in. Mm. Cool. This thing seems much more solid, constructed, much more purposeful than the skein whichever was. By comparison, the skein which looks like some kind of abandoned street person of some kind dressed in rags and this person seems to be an august representation of nobility if it they are the same creature 
And as you come outside, you will all hear in your heads in the same languages you heard before. At least we did not have to pry thee from thy hiding, Threadless. Well, we, we weren't hiding. We weren't we hiding. Come out yet? We were like we, in the middle of something. We kind of literally just got here. You have been reprimanded to this space for the time being. Surrender, and you will be given over to the Lady of Pain, who will see to your imprisonment until the directors of the Concordant can see to your punishment. Uh, I'm sorry, whose authority uh, is being um, done under? By the authority of the Bator Mechanis Concordant and the directors therein. Um, and who gave them... And who gave them that right? The light of creation. What, what, I I mean, what, what did we do? You have shattered the laws of reality to bring those abominations into existence. And he'll point towards Cherish, who's holding the amulets with his sword. We could right. potato man in the beastlands. Go arrest him. And the implacable steel face of this thing will just say, Do you surrender? Will we get a chance to defend ourselves? To plead our case? I mean, they said we we're already guilty, so which is very suspect. Your guilt cannot be assuaged. The directors will see to your punishment. Okay. <clears throat> we can't really afford to do that, though. People are dying in this valley, and we need these. We need to be able to go out into a a planar incursion on this plane, like full of chaos. Like, what else were we supposed to do? We're trapped in a bubble here. How does the Bator Mechanis Concordant feel about ripping holes in reality and having different yeah. planes of existence bleeding in with one one another? It's, how, it's how, how do you feel about that? I wouldn't like that very much. My presence here speaks to the quality of your crime. Surrender or you shall be subdued. Is there so like us some... trying to help? So us trying to help people is worse than people trying to fuck people over. I mean, this, this, whatever this is, is clearly not the person to plead our case to. They're just here to. They're just a grunt. It's fine. This, this clearly they're not important. That's not at what all. I meant. Yeah, but yeah, I... it is what you implied, though. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I... Yeah, just like... And it's true. Is there somebody else we can talk to? I don't recognize your authority. I guess that's what we're getting to. Very well. Then you shall be subdued. And it will stride forward. And it casts a spell on itself. You're not quite sure what, but even as you watch, its body begins to blur. Mm -hmm. 
the sword in its hand suddenly glows the bright white, and you see mathematical formula begin to run down the blade. Is there anything anyone would like to do before this thing strikes? Or are we rolling initiative? I don't know. I don't really see... What do I have? God, I, don't have I need everybody to roll initiative. I'm going to misty step behind it. Yeah, I've already drawn my sword. I guess I can split them apart, but... <sighs> Boy. Um, Tirza, are we getting a bonus to initiative from being near you? Uh, you are. Okay, cool. Uh, your proficiency... Wait, wait, wait. I forgot what I add. Do I add a... We add your proficiency bonus to it? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good. That's very good. So, 25 to 20? Uh, 27. Ooh, 21. Whoa. 15 to 20? 15. Nice. 10 to 15? I got an 11. <laughs> okay. And grow. Okay. So, this thing looks as though it is preparing to do something, Sid, and you have the first chance to react. It I guess I will run forward and... Uh, uh, well, actually, I'm going to split the... I'm going to split the swords as a, as a bonus action. Okay. Um, and then... I am going to... I need everybody to roll me perception checks. Sure. Okay. Cool. Fucker. I just botched. Oops. Uh, it's fine, because I got a nat 20. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I got a... Uh, perception is wisdom, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got a 4. 23 for me. Good, so half and half. Yeah. So... Grawl, something you would see, because you're getting this from a... Uh, well, something you all notice is when S Sid splits Stormpiercer into the Storm Echo, there is a weird skittering of reality for, for like, a, a, an eye blink, a, a frame in the photo. Everything has color and moves half a second, but then is back to its Whoa. blue sheen. That's cool. <laughs> huh? Grawl, what mm -hmm. you see from behind is as Sid splits into the second sword, you see for half a second a second person standing just behind Sid, their hand on the sword. Do I recognize this person at all for a half second? Mm, it's a, it's a it's a shadow, it's a form. Okay. It's not okay. uh, a, a tangible thing. But there cool. is a presence that is touching Sid's hand where the second sword is. Uh, and Sid, what you notice is for half a second, the world blinks to color. Mm -hmm. If you get like half a beat of music in your ear, um, 
and there is a, a confident surge as you feel a presence at your left hand where the storm echo is. Sweet. Um, well, I feel uh, pretty... I think I think I'm gonna run forward and attack. Okay. Yeah. Uh, give me an attack roll. You have disadvantage on this attack as this thing's blurred form is causing a slight distortion in the air around it, making it difficult to perceive precisely where it is. Balls. Um, which means no sneak attack. Uh, let's see. It's probably not gonna hit. Where are my actions? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna assume that a 13 ain't gonna do it. No. It will nope. step casually to one side, the blade missing it. Shit. That brings us to Tears. Unless, Sid, you wanna back away. You only moved, you moved about 15 feet to get to this thing. Uh, I am going to shift around it, uh, and move back uh, as far as I can. Okay. That is about mm, 10 feet behind it. Cool. That works. Okay. Uh, that'll bring us to Tirza. With Cherish uh, on deck. I, are, are we fighting this? I, as she's drawing uh, just her shield, I will move to... Um, like be shoulder to shoulder with Grawl, and I will cast Shield of Faith on Cherish. Cool. Okay, so Cherish has a plus two to AC now. Mm -hmm. uh, is that all you're doing? Uh, yeah. I <laughs> calling out to the group. Are we actually fighting this thing? Yeah. That'll bring us to Cherish. If anyone wants to respond, um, talking is a free action. Right. Do we have a choice? I mean, yeah, we can go with. I mean, we really don't know what's going to happen. Could be bad. Anyways, I don't know. Girl's pulling out a sword while I say this shit. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. And I'm going to cast slow uh, on the center of the creature. Um, and I'm going to use a sorcery point to let Sid auto succeed because I think he's the only one I'll catch in that. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, forty feet actually. Uh, if you center it backwards, you could hit just it and make Sid auto succeed. Okay. So it has to make some kind of saving throw. A wisdom saving throw. Wisdom so we'll see throw. how this goes. That's not great. Considering it rolled an advantage too, that's not great. Um, that is still a fifteen, though. Spell save DC. So what you see is this thing is also around its robes wearing a stole. And for those of you who don't know, a stole is like a long piece of cloth that drapes down across the neck and over the shoulders and down in front of uh, somebody's attire. That's um, what smart kids get to wear during graduation. Right. Um, and the stole itself I know. is I wouldn't know either. <laughs> a black cloth with gray-blue runes sewn, stitched, maybe magically induced on the cloth itself. 
And when you cast your spell in this thing, all the runes on that stole start to glow, and your magic just sluices off of this creature. Cool. I want it. Yes, you do, but we'll get to that on your turn. Um, <laughs> Cherish, you doing anything else in your turn? Um, how far away am I from it? Uh, it was about 15 feet away from the door when this all started. Okay. You are on a long byway that moves to uh, the north and south. You are exiting this room from the... Uh, the eastern side of this corridor. The, the the byway itself is probably about 30 feet wide. There are There is a crowd of people out on the street here, um, frozen in place, obviously, but they serve as an impediment to get around. Uh, it's a small clearing just inside of this, uh, just on the front of this building. But Sid, even as you're 10 feet back away from this thing, you're already at the edge of the crowd. There are also a myriad of people frozen in the air above you, the lowest one being less than 10 feet above just an elf frozen in place as they looks like they were taking off from the ground flying under their own power okay so no wall of fire <laughs> that one away well you have no idea if I don't I, I, you're right I don't yeah <laughs> so <laughs> wall of fire is gonna be sitting this one out okay uh so yeah are you moving at all um, I'm gonna move back to where Tears and Brawl are. Okay, which is not super far away. From yeah, me they're either, basically right next to you. Um, step. That will bring us to the. I thought you misty stepped across the. Didn't no, get a I chance. Didn't say that, so I know. Okay. Uh, that will bring us to the Collier route. Uh, it will. Let's see. Sid attacked it, but didn't do much. And there are three targets in front of it. It is going to raise its sword, and you see the mathematical equations dancing on the blade beginning to fix and resolve into some sort of algorithm. It will turn its wrist so that the blade is now vertical, and suddenly a large burst of static forms in all of your minds. I need Tirza, Grawl, and Cherish to all make dexterity saving thrones. Oh, man. Uh, and add up. Plus two to those, my friends. Yeah. Uh, that is a nat 20. Well, that's very good. Yay. I also got an nat 20. High five. 13. 13. Uh, what did you get, Tirza? Also a nat 20. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so, Cherish... You are taking 35 force damage as this thing's cone of negation just straight towards all of you. As uh, you are also hit by a dispel magic effect, you feel there's a shuddering sensation over your body as something is attempting to wipe magic off of you. Thankfully, you didn't have any... Actually, yeah, no, the shield of faith is just off now. Uh, that tears are just cast. It wouldn't have worked on the deck, right? Uh, that's a good question. Okay. We don't know. And this, oh, I guess that was a question I was going to ask. This thing is, there's no, it doesn't seem like it's. 
reacting in any way being even remotely near the deck as the skein witch? Uh doesn't seem to be, no. How much damage did I take again? 35. 35, okay. And so Tirza and Grawl take half. Okay. Is that, that's rounded up, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So 18. That's what I thought. Lovely. And... You do not feel good. Yeah, that is its turn. Um, that is going to bring us to Grawl. Now, Grawl, mm-hmm. you said you wanted that stole around this thing's mm-hmm. neck. I really do. I really do want it. <laughs> and you know who else wants it? Your sword yeah. really, really uh-huh. wants it. Yeah. Yeah. I start saying pretty things like it glows with magical runes and everything. I'm like, oh, it's going to want to eat that thing real bad, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> there is an intensity in this hunger that you've never felt before. Mm, I wonder who fucking locked Mod away. The closest Arma. thing you've ever felt to this was the time you stabbed the runestone of Levistus. Neat. Like, cool. this is such an intense feeling of need that is surging out from the, st- the sword. Stab that stole. I mean, I'm gonna try to. Uh, Time for another round of America's favorite game show, Stab That Stole! Um, okay. Uh, so, first off, um, I am going to cast um, my uh, uh, my Hex on it. Not the regular one, the um, Hexblade's Curse. Hexblade's Curse, yeah. Um, cast that on it, so it is now cursed, um, or hexed, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I am going to run, I guess, at it, and attempt to swing at it. Okay. Wait, no, because mm. no, I have to use that as a bonus action. So, yeah, sure, why not? We'll get more bonus actions next turn. All right, come on, baby. So you're coming at it and just swinging away. Yeah. Um, I get that is a nineteen. And remember, this creature hit. is blurred, so you have disadvantage on all of these attacks. Oh, okay, okay. I'll roll again then. Uh, that is a seventeen. To hit. Seventeen does not hit. It takes another soft side step, and the blade just <laughs> straight in front of it. I don't remember. Can I use saving face on this? I do not I don't believe you can. you can do it on attack rolls. I think I, it's... I don't think I can. Just, yeah. yeah. Saving throws and skill checks, I think. No, if you miss with an attack roll or fail an ability check on saving okay. throw, you can gain a bonus to the roll equal to the number. Uh, so, I mean, I might as well, I can see... Yeah, I might as well uh, Three. Yeah, I might as well do it now. Okay. Three. Yeah. So that bumps up so. to a dirty 20? Yeah. Hey, Kanaeus, come out here for a sec. <laughs> I can only use it once. I can only use it once for long rest. So, you see this thing beginning to take the step to get out of your way, and in a, a moment of peak, you just turn your wrist slightly and edge the blade in to hit where it's stepping and cut down towards its thigh. Uh, and that's a hit. Hell yeah. Cool. Great. Neat. 
I, I I'm really sorry. I, I, I we should probably listen to you, but like I, I you, you hit my friend, so you know, sorry. Okay. Two d six. That's seven plus nine, so sixteen damage. Okay. And then I will go for attack number two. Is am I still at disadvantage on this? Still a disadvantage. Now? It's still blurred. Damn it! Damn it! Okay. Okay. Blur is a. Uh, that spell. is a 19. Natural 19 or dirty 19? Uh, dirty 19. Dirty 19. Because uh, yeah. I'm just making sure because I know your Hexblade stuff. Yeah. 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 I rolled uh, two 10s and I get a plus nine. Okay. Um. Then, yeah, that 19 is absolutely a hit. Perfect. Great. Two more D6. Uh, not great. Um, that is 13 damage. Okay. Not a fan. Um, that will bring us to Canaeus, who did, despite all of your knowledge, follow you all out here. Um, Hooray! He is going to stare at this thing for a hard second, and then shout, You all need to run! You all need to run right now! What? Where? Where? Anywhere! That thing is an inevitable! And that, that will bring us nothing to does. Sid. I mean the word inevitable. <laughs> I don't know what that means! And I'm going to go in for an attack. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's still blurred, so you'd have disadvantage, but you are now flanking with Grawl, so it's just a straight roll. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's going to be a, would that be a 25 to hit? That'll absolutely hit. Cool. <sighs> and I don't have advantage, uh, and Grawl's by, so no sneak attack. So it'll just be, um, would that be a sec. Okay, so that would be uh, eleven damage for the for the attack. Okay, eleven, 11 piercing damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to attack with the offhand. Okay, please do. Oh, and by the way, you are getting storm piercer damage for this. Oh, oh, oh! So that would have been eleven plus. Uh, so that would be fourteen okay. for the first attack. Uh, this one. Oh gosh, I don't know. 18? Uh, 18 just hits. Oh, yes! Okay. Whew! Uh, okay, so I'll do. That is 3 plus 3, so 6. Okay. Not a fan. Yeah, that's fair. Staying where you are? Uh, you know, Grawl and I are flanking now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick here. Okay. That will bring us to Tirza. Um, who will cherish? You're still close up to where we we all were, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I will lay on hands uh, for the full thirty five. Um, oh, thank you. And I think Tirza like feels the amount that that drains, and is like, we should get out of here. <sighs> 
I agree, but I can only cast fly on two people. Um, and then I'm going to draw my mace and uh, go up to match Grawl and Sid. You're like, I, not- could, I could turn I'm people just, invisible, was- y'all. <laughs> Looking for a solution. Not a- I can just okay. run. And you use yeah, I mean, all of your points of lay on hands, yes? No. Yeah, 35. I have 45. Okay. I have 45. Points. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Moist. Just 35. Okay, that's fine. Um, all right. I mean, next time. <laughs> and you brought out the Mace of Disruption? The Mace of Smiting. Mace of Smiting, right. Um, well, never mind. I'll ask if I hit this thing. Okay. Uh, that will bring us to Cherish. Um, I look at Canaeus and like, <laughs> and he's just like at them like you will not hear what I said. Yeah, what am I supposed to do about that? Oh no, you as tell I me go, what to do. As I go up to to sit and grawl too, I'm just like, we should get out of here. <laughs> hey, I'm thinking about leaving. Are you thinking about leaving? Yeah, I'm thinking about leaving. This is like this like in any sort of house party where people are still kind of dancing. It's still kind of going on, but they all kind of congregate together and like, yeah, this party kind of sucks. We should dip. We should yeah, get we should out of dip. here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're still dancing. I mean, I don't know where we'll go, but I can just run in a random direction. <laughs> That's not... I should... Oh my god. That does bring us to Cherish. Alive. Um, God damn! I wish I had quick, uh, quick and spell. Um, not that it would actually do much in this situation, but um, I am going to cast polymorph on myself. And I am going to turn into a Kongamato, the... Give me a concentration check. Uh, is that my, just plus my spellcasting ability? Uh, plus your okay. constitution modifier. Constitution. constitution. Oh, okay. And you said saving throw or check? Saving throw. That would be a 17. Okay. That's very good. Um, You feel something fighting this spell. You are reverting into something that is not your normal form, and something in the air here is fighting the transformation of things. The the shifting, the, the unnatural state that you're putting yourself in. Huh. That there is an axiomatic aura to this place that is huh. trying to stop this, but you overcome it. Yeah, because I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> and um, you turn into a giant pterodactyl? Yes. I haven't had to get my sheet of things off for a long time. Here we go. Yes, but that's all I can do for the moment. Okay, so behind you all there's a scray as this huge pterodactyl appears. And you recognize these things as the flying lizard creatures that the kobolds were riding at the Sun Pass Tower. Okay, that will bring us to the Kolya route. Let's see if its uh, Cone of Negation recharges. Nope. Okay, that's probably good. Mm. 
Rolling say so. 12 D6s is boring anyway. Um, <laughs> that means Whoa. it is going to... Um, yeah, it's going to do that. Um, I need Tirza, Grawl, and Sid all mm. to make dexterity saving throws. As you see in this thing's offhand that was held in front of its chest, it will open its palm and a large symbol will appear in it. Uh, written, I mean, it looks like a math equation that is just like becoming spherical and coalescing in its hand, and it will just drop it at its feet. Uh, Sid is just on the other side of this thing. Would that put him within my aura? It's ten feet. Just barely, yes. Okay. So, both of you add plus twos. Okay. Dirty twenty. Ooh, yeah! Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty-five. Nice. Plus ten <sighs> is very nice. Here's For the second time this evening, that's a botch. Oh, no. Tirza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Tirza, you are taking 22 force damage as this reality bomb goes off at your feet. You are also stunned until this thing's next turn. Balls. Grong, Sid, you are taking 11 force damage and you're not stunned, so that's good. Would I take none because of un or because of evasion? It was a dexterity saving throw, so yes. It is then going to lunge forward and slash once at Grawl with this strange logic razor that it holds in its hand. And yes, that is the name of this attack. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh no. Mike. All right. Mike. All right. I'll I'll take a nap. It's fine. So, okay. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Take a nap. Picture uh, that one right there. Fuck. Let's take a not blurry picture. I said not blurry picture. There we go. God damn it! Yeah, I'd like to po cool. impose disadvantage with my reaction, but I can't. <laughs> there we go. Um. Yeah. So this thing rolled a natural twenty. Um, yep. Cool. Yep. <sighs> Yep. But only we get epic crits, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Oh. So, um, okay. Grawl? I know that you didn't... Mm -hmm. You take 58 points of <gasps> slashing damage. I'm going to, uh, as a reaction, I'm going to use Tomb of Levistus. Okay. Oh, yes! <laughs> no, yeah. This Fuck. is the worst! I, I don't have that oh, many no, hit points. I, I will go oh, instantly so down. I would it's too. So good. One hit. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I get, as a reaction, when you take damage, you can attune yourself in ice, which melts away at the end of your next turn. You gain 10 temporary hit points per warlock level. Uh, or what? Yeah. Level 9. So I get 90 <laughs> temporary <laughs> HP. <laughs> 58 of which is just suddenly gone. Yeah. So. That's, and that's amazing. Tomb, Tomb of Levistus is the best invocation. I love it's it. It's my fucking oh so shit panic good. button. <laughs> Holy shit. And you all see all of the damage that you dealt this thing suddenly vanish as this thing yeah. lands the hit. And it seems to be draining some kind of 
for all the damage it's dealing to Grawl, it seems to be like balancing some kind of equation in reality in which the damage it deals to something else equates out of its own body. Okay, time to go. <laughs> and that will bring us to Grawl, who is in I'm ice. Gonna... Yep. <laughs> regretting his life decision. <laughs> when does that drip off? At the end of my next turn. Okay. Uh, which is right now. So there's a swoosh as the ice suddenly melts and Grawl, you're standing there. Uh, that will bring us to Canaeus, who is going to rush forward and he is just going to try to fucking tackle this thing. Okay. Oh, buddy. Really? Okay. Interesting. They both rolled real bad, but this thing rolled worse. Um, so, Canaeus grabs this thing and bears it and begins, like, grappling it, essentially. Trying to hold it at bay, and he's going to turn to the three of you and just shout, RUN! Um, I... I just want to say that um, it would be nice if I wasn't incapacitated, which I am. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> at the end of Tomb of so... If only one of our friends is a pterodactyl who could pick us up. How long are you incapacitated for? That uh, you gain vulnerability to fire damage. Your speed is reduced to zero, and you are incapacitated. Yeah, These while including what? any while temporary hit points. No, that's while you're frozen. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I read it wrong. No, I'm fine then. Okay, <laughs> my speed but is you, just reduced to zero. Do you keep the temporary hit points after you? No, no, they disappear. Then no. he okay. is incapacitated because he lost all those hit points. No, I'm pretty sure no. how it reads no. is you're incapacitated until <laughs> all the temporary hit points are gone. Yeah, I just yeah. read it wrong. Oh, we're fine. We're oh, fine. Okay. We're fine. Yeah, so I'm still at 39 HP. Yes. Okay. Okay, that will bring us back to the top with Sid. Um, I yell to Cherish to grab Tirza. Um, and then I'm going to... I, I'm going to hold uh, my action until Tirza is grabbed. Um, you idiot <laughs> what do you which action are you holding the da the dash action seems good. um and uh so yeah i'm gonna move in between this thing tirza and then i'm gonna hold my da the dash action until um cherish grabs tirza okay sounds good uh yeah. tirza who is stunned um uh when you are stunned you can speak falteringly and i am telling <laughs> sid to run and leave me here and i say no nice <laughs> why are all of us so here. stupid and noble sid, and trying to sacrifice a couple of us ourselves. can be invisible it's fine just, just go <laughs> that'll bring us to cherish <laughs> all right so yes i'm going to grab tirza but I have to <laughs> Cherish has two talents. Um although the thing is, so like I turned into this thing and I don't I'm I, I knew what was gonna happen. Um this is the biggest flying thing I can turn into. We are not gonna be able to maintain sustained flight 
it's going to be a slow glide down to the bottom just to get away from this thing, which is about all I could, I got. Better than staying here. Okay. So are we splitting? What are you doing, Cherish? I'm grabbing Sid, too. So you're going to try to grab both Tirza and Sid in your big pterodactyl talons? Yes. How large of a creature is the Kung Mato? A large beast. Okay. It's very hard to grab both of them and stay in the air, so... I'm going to need some kind of strength check from Cherishdactyl. Hmm. Just be called Cherodactyl. Cherodactyl? Cherodactyl is yeah. very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, that is a 21. 21. Okay. Uh, your, your flying speed is halved while you're carrying okay. both of them, uh, but yeah. you, you can manage it for now. And where are you flying? Just yeah, off, I mean, off the ledge? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Grawl, uh, you see two of your companions swooped and grabbed by a pterodactyl. Okay. What about Grawl? Uh, what's the Kung Mato's uh, flying speed? That's pterodactyl 4. I only have two talons. Um, the flying speed is 60 feet, so I'm just regular 30 okay. feet. Okay, so moment. you can get almost to the edge of the, the byway here. Okay. And yeah, there's a, a large precipice in front of you of just down uh, in gleaming blue porcelain that is probably going to be approaching next turn. The big problem that you see with this plan is going to be avoiding all of the frozen people in the air. Uh, people and rugs and large flying beasties. Uh, so yeah. we'll get to that when we get to that, though. Listen, mm -hmm. it was going to be a problem whether we were flying or running. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Grawl. Uh -huh. Let's see. That brings us to the Kolya root. Uh, it is going to stand, and it seems to be weighing its options for half of a second as it kind of like assesses you, breathing raggedly, having just emerged from a block of ice. And then it's my training as a frost mage, and wow, has has, has prepared me for this. <laughs> it's going to turn. Point its sword towards, uh, actually, let's see if it gets its cone of negation back. No. Um, it's going to point its sword towards Cherish. It's going to flick the sword sideways, and it looks like it's casting a spell of some kind. And as you watch, the blurring effect around its body disappears. But you're not quite sure what else happened. Bro, concentration. To do some something. Something. Yeah, but it cast something, and Mike didn't tell me to roll anything, so... Yep. Oh, yeah. um, sort of tracking spell. That <laughs> is going to bring us to Grawl. Its back is to you now. Okay. It seems unconcerned uh, with that just... back, though. Yeah, I know. And, uh, yeah, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Canaeus is still trying to grapple this thing. It turned and moved, kind of unconcerned with the satyr, like, holding onto its body. It didn't try to move, per se, but it twisted and cast its spell, all while uh, Canaeus was trying to get it into a sick Greco-Roman wrestling move. Uh, shit. Uh. Yeah, uh, y'all are escaping? 
definitely looks like that. Okay. Certainly trying. You see the pterodactyl has grasped your two friends in its town and is flying towards the ledge. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, uh, Far Step. Okay. Um, and <sighs> I'm going to fucking, I'm got, I got a dip. I got a, can I make it over to the edge and like look 60 feet down to like a, is there another level 60 feet down or something I can land on 60 feet down? Where particularly on the edge do you teleport to? Like right next to Cherish? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, let me look up far step real quick. Um, uh, I believe uh, it's 90 feet. Or is it 80 feet? Uh, 60 feet 60 of unoccupied. Feet. Yeah. I've got it up for a minute. Each of your turns before the spell ends, you can use a bonus action to teleport in this way. Cool. Okay. Um, let me look one more thing up real quick. And... So, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw as you teleport next to Cherish. That's not good. That's uh that's a 7. Okay. Um you feel a horrible pinching sensation as though you just tried to teleport into something even though there's nothing apparently there. Cool. You take 11 points of bludgeoning damage and you are shunted to the left. Uh, but you do get there. Great. And yeah, looking down, you see the same scene I described, just like uh, a long drop into, like there are other crisscrossing byways below you, but the nearest one is probably 50 feet down. Okay. Uh, theoretically, if I fell straight down and waited towards like the very end, and if I had like a, you know, a little bit of time left, I could just teleport straight to the ground, right? Without having momentum yes teleporting. the the big problem is that you fall 100 feet every round so you would definitely go smack before you had a chance to think of that mm. unless you were like really ready to do it which at this okay. moment you're not yeah alright uh, that will bring us to Kanaeus who is still gonna try to like hold this thing in place okay 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 uh, yeah, he's got some kind of leg lock going on, and the uh, the strange creature is just, like, fighting its legs as Canaeus is, like, you almost see roots kind of growing out of his hooves and into the ground, like, sturdying him in place. Hell yeah. Uh, that will bring us to Sid, who is in Pterodactyl Talon. You're muted. Oh, I just thought he was just like... <laughs> just like, fuck it, man. Goddamn. I guess all I can do is hold on. Um, can I hold an attack action in case something gets up on on us? Yeah, like, absolutely. Okay, I, that's what I will do. Okay. Yeah. That will bring us to Tirza, who is no longer stunned. Oh, thank goodness. Um... Could I attempt to get, like, a, a stride, Cherish? You want to try to clamber up the talon and onto the pterodactyl's back? Yeah, That's... I want to do that. 
gonna give me an athletics check. Uh huh. Or acrobatics, whatever you prefer. Oh, athletics, please. <laughs> um, uh, that's a fourteen. <laughs> it's very awkward, and uh, Cherish, you have a feeling you're about to go like cartwheeling sideways if this went any worse. <laughs> Uh, Barrel roll. <laughs> yeah, Barrel you're, roll. you're just probably about to do that, uh, but you do manage to do it, Cherish. Uh, or Tirza manages to climb onto Cherish's back, and that brings us to Cherish. Uh, if my other talent is free, um, I'm going to grab Grawl, and we're going down. Okay. As you try, your talent scrapes against a just wall of force, if you will, that's, and um, as you begin to skitter forward, you, within five feet, immediately hit this wall and just kind of sink down as this uh, invisible sphere of energy that's around you. And uh, Sid and Tears, I need you both to give me dexterity saving throws as you are jostled and crumpled beneath this pterodactyl body. Okay. Sid, get the plus two. Oh, that's bad roll. A, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fortunately, I get a lot, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, Twelve for me, and another fourteen for me. Ah, you're fine. Okay, wasn't hard to roll. That's good. Uh, but yeah, Cherish, you still have your action. Um, you, you seem to be trapped in a ten foot wide sphere of force. I hate it. Um. Uh, sorry, I forgot to mark off uh, third spell, level spells left. Um, force, huh? Well, I get, I get three attacks, so <laughs> I might as well make them count. You just want to try to bash against this wall? Do we know if we can fly over? Seems like Am we're I in a sphere, or a, is it a sphere or a wall? You think it's a sphere? It curves. Okay. Interesting. What are you doing, Cherish? Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna bash at the wall. Okay. Uh, bashing at the wall, you feel it your claws and beak just kind of scraping against a, a sheer force that if you're doing damage to it, you can't tell. It's not hard to hit, uh, so yeah. like it's right there in front of you, but f thrashing against it, you have no way of knowing if you're actually doing anything to it, because it doesn't seem to be there other than being able to feel it. Um, so that will bring us to the Collier Root, who is kind of getting sick of Canaeus's shit. Um, and it will cast Dimension Door and just blink out of Canaeus's grasp and appear just behind the sphere. Uh, but that is its turn because that is an action. Um, though it does have its sword out and it seems to be ready to go. That brings us to Grawl. Y'all, I, like, 
<laughs> I have nothing I can do besides attack this thing right now. Yeah, uh, make it break concentration. I'm going to. Uh, so uh, I oh, still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you, fam. Um, <sighs> been working on on polymorph body language mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um i am going to use uh even though i've got uh far step i'm going to use uh, uh just gonna teleport right behind the colia root okay and i am going to um i'm gonna attack it please do it is no longer um, blurred i want okay uh I want to aim. I'm going to swing specifically aiming for the stole. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say if you're aiming, if you're trying to do a called shot, there's no specific, specific rules in 5th uh, edition for called shots, but I'm going to say you can make the attack, but it's at disadvantage because um, you're aiming for a very slight target as opposed to just okay. center mass. Mm -hmm. And he's next to the sphere that cherishes in but I'm behind him. Correct. You're okay, so not really flanking really because flanking? Okay. It, there's a sep a wall of separation. Okay, I just want to check. I just want to see if I can fucking. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. Yeah. Saint Fire okay. Emblem rules where you're just trying. <laughs> okay, come on, baby. Yeah, you're you're aiming for a thin strip of cloth at the back of its shoulders and neck. So this is a a small target. Okay, come on. Uh, I'm not gonna hit it. That's a four plus nine. That's thirteen. Thirteen. No. That's uh, attack one. It kind of like without even really looking, it takes a slight shuffle step forward, and your blade just zips past. Okay. You attack two. I can't see what that is. Come on. That is a fifteen plus nine. That's gonna hit. Yeah, I know, but I have to roll it. Okay, that is a so disadvantage on that one is a dirty twenty. Okay. 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 So yeah, you slash at this silvery stole and make contact, and there is a flare of uh blue and silver and black light that streams off of the stole while green and brown energy flares from the sword and there is this sense of where the blade connects there's a slight dispersion of moths that kind of just cover the cloth and begin their grim work that all moths do on cloth <laughs> um perfect i'd like to uh can i add my uh eldritch smite to this uh Please do, last... yes. Great, cool. So that's You're an extra uh, 5d8. Okay, so let's see here. Help me count here. Okay, so first one, 2, plus 5, 7, plus 1, 8, plus 2, 10, plus 4. So 14. 14 damage total? Uh, for the uh, Eldritch Smite, and now I got to roll damage for the uh, the sword. Mm -hmm. For the sword, Sorry. which is six plus nine, so that's uh, fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. So fifteen plus fourteen is twenty-nine total. 
So it needs to make a concentration check, (laughs) and the DC is uh, 15. Woof. Um. It's going to be close. That's a 14. Okay, so the bubble pops. Okay. (laughs) And the stole, because you dealt more than 20 damage in a single blow, is sundered. Do you want the sword to feed on this? I mean, it wants to feed on it. Yeah. But like all good things, this is a choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like if it does, it's going to be it's it's going to be so bad in the sense of like I'm going to have more people after me. Uh, think about it this way: we currently have people after us right now. <laughs> I yes, I do. Um, because okay. if 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 I don't, it might not. It might mean that people can't get away from 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 the situation. Makes sense. Indeed. Again, this is always. This is a problem for future Grawl. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh boy. God, the no, I opposite know. side of the blade, opposite the runes that you've already have written on it, a new set of runes begins to glow. And they shine out in blue-gray light that just cuts out of the blade. And I don't think you would recognize the language that it's written in, uh, yep. but Tears of Might. Um, but probably not. Uh, well, if you read Celestial, I don't. Okay then. Um, uh, so yeah, it is in a it is in a divine script that you cannot read, uh, but the 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 energy is definitely uh, present. Tears is that D that DW meme that like <laughs> Arthur DW from Arthur like this can't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> uh, and this thing will let out a keening shriek that suddenly viscerally reminds you of the Skane Witch as it suddenly reels and stumbles. And at first it stumbles forward towards uh, Cherish and Sid and Tirza, and then it will right itself and turn suddenly. And if a mask could look angry, it just like suddenly <laughs> gives you that over-the-shoulder doom look. Uh, as the, oh, the stole oh, no. flutters and fades and loses all of its power and falls to the ground as you annihilate its magic item. Uh, that will bring us to Sid. Yeah. Um, you are I'm still free of the pterodactyl's talons. That's true. How far is this thing away from me? It is ten feet. It's right behind you. And it seems okay. very, very focused on Grawl right now. It does. I'm going to run up. I'm going to stab it. Okay. You're Round f- two. You're flanking. It's not blurred. You have advantage. Let's do this. Where's our sneaky, sneaky boy? Pterodactyl could look annoyed. <laughs> Somehow, the pterodactyl has a very furrowed brow. <laughs> Fair enough. 
its wings are like on its hips somehow. Like, <laughs> uh, that's so, gonna be uh, 22, 22 to hit. That'll hit. Yes, get that sneak attack. That's mm, okay. We've got five. Uh, we've got eight, ten, fourteen, sixteen. Uh, that would be twenty. Uh, twenty-three damage. <laughs> Didn't like that. Didn't and that. now for the offhand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tears are you are on deck, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's a natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Uh, okay. Yep. What is this nonsense? Inevitable, my Ooh. ass. Inevitably dead. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, okay. So that would be. Fart. How much? Um, okay. How many d sixes are you rolling? I'm rolling five. Five. So that's that's thirty. Thirty right 30 there. Plus eight. So thirty-eight. Uh, plus. Uh, no, I wouldn't add um, the dex modifier because it's my offhand, but I am adding uh, the charisma. So that'll, yeah. yeah, so that'll be uh, what we say, thirty-eight. So uh, forty-one okay. is the base. Okay. God, oh, you stupid motherfucker! Oh, I just rolled on the ground. Just a second. <laughs> Classic D and D. And just oh. as a reminder, this oh. thing oh, guys. has uh, recovered a vast amount of the damage that you've already dealt it before. Uh, okay, this is going to be uh, pretty good. 10, 16. Uh, that would be uh, 22, 24, 26, 29. Uh, piercing. 29 plus 41. Plus 41. <laughs> 70. A solid 70. You know, like you do. And as you plunge the storm echo into this thing, there is a sense of a second hand, like, resting on the back of your palm, forcing it harder into the back of this creature. And uh, it lets out another keening shriek as it falls to one knee, its math sword at its side, and you see a couple of imaginary numbers begin to flicker across the, the blade. There, for the first time, you're seeing variables that don't make any sense, uh, if mm -hmm. you were uh, someone who understood all the math on there. Yeah. Oh, so, like, for real, uh. for real imaginary numbers. Yes. Okay, yes. okay. I thought, because I was gonna, I thought you just like meant threeve. like... Like, No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought Fan you meant... Fancy alien. numbers. Fancy like math. Were, like, they were, uh, no, like, they were, seemed like they were just prestidigitated, like, that way, in that way, imaginary. Because mm -hmm. no. I, was, I was gonna make an imaginary number. Um, no, it's, it's, it's creating uh, math problems that don't make any sense for the first time. Um... That will bring us to Tirza, assuming Sid doesn't want to move away. Nah. Okay, cool. I'm so sorry, Cherish. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna 
<laughs> leap off the back of the pterodactyl and charge this thing. Okay. We're all so dumb. <laughs> I hey, my was to protect you guys so you could escape. So, so well, is Sid's thing, and so is my thing. We're so stupid. <laughs> you guys are so like I need to sacrifice myself. Uh, I turned into a pterodactyl for fucking nothing. Um, <laughs> I like the pterodactyl so, idea. It was a good idea. So what I roll depends on a question. Is Ooh. this thing a construct? It is. So that's a 25. That's gonna hit. Yep. Um... Not gonna do nearly as much damage as Sid just did, but actually, depends how much smite you throw behind this. I think that is very true. That's true. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, you gotta smite on smite on smite. Mm -hmm. Smite the smiters. Are you throwing okay. any smite behind this? Oh yeah, I'm gonna do a divine uh, at third level. Nice. So. That's an extra the bludgeoning is the bludgeoning is only five. Uh, wait. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I always forget what the rules for these this mace is. Mm -hmm. Deals an extra couple of d six for against constructs. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just a becomes a plus three against construct. Oh, okay, okay. It's all it's the if it's it gets a nineteen or twenty, then you get ah, nonsense. Um, but that is let's see six four six three uh nineteen radiant. Ooh, spicy. As well. Okay, we're all gonna die here. <laughs> So, as you strike it with a divine flare, it will, f like, further kneel down under the assault. It'll plant its blade in the ground, and you see its hand that you now see on the blade is just a solid form of, like, shimmering fractal patterns of geometry that tighten around the hilt of this blade. Okay, we really need to get out of here, <laughs> guys. Fair enough. And doing anything else, Tirza? Because if not, it's over to Cherish. Uh, yeah, I'll toss it over. Don't you have another attack? I do! Just <laughs> 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 there, I <laughs> How long? Uh... Some, one one day yeah. I'll remember and it'll be beautiful and wonderful. It'll be the final confrontation of this hey, campaign. Sometimes she remembers. <laughs> she does. It's very true. Uh, sure. That is a 22. That yes, that's it. how math works. Yeah. Um, that is 8 bludgeoning and you know what i'm just gonna throw a little divine smite on there yeah, again why not yeah what level uh third again sure please mm -hmm. 
Oh, um, that is 10, 17, 23. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, it is struggling, kneeling on the ground, like huddled against all of these blows. Uh, it seems to be taking an excessive amount of damage. Its clothing is becoming tattered, and leaking out from the, the crimson robes is a, a combination of some kind of steel framework that is swathed in the bright white uh, fractal patterns that lie within these creatures. That will bring us to Cherish. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cherish. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am going to pick up a couple of the children <laughs> and move away. Which two children? Um, uh, the actual children Sid, yeah <laughs> oh my god that's i i'm a hefty squishy. boy no he's so squishy okay I'm whatever so it's hefty, and he though. also goes right after the thing mm -hmm. which is technically metagaming but i don't whatever yeah yep so you're hey, grabbing you sid and tirza yes Girl, how, how's, how's your hit points looking so good so good Tirza is struggling against Jared the Talons, just like, no, God! If you're fighting this, then I think we need a contested strength. Yeah. For the love of God, go! <laughs> uh, twelve. Um, oh, I, I rolled a twelve, but I get a plus two, so fourteen. Okay. So, Cherish, you, you have a choice. You can either stay here and try to re-grab uh, Tirza in a second, or you can just take off with Sid. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, I'll go! I'll go! Sid, you are grabbed by this pterodactyl, and I'm assuming, <laughs> do you not fight this thing's grasp? <laughs> oh my god. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is the most in character fight we've ever had. That's a, uh, that's a 17. That's a 17 strength check. Okay. Alright. I probably won't make this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my Jesus best. You're gonna call you it try. Down me. I'm gonna give it my best. Uh, Cherish is gonna kill us after this fight. No, <laughs> no. Well, no, yeah. Cherish is gonna kill you too. I'll be dead. Well, I failed. So <sighs> okay. okay. <laughs> one thing I'm doing. So is Sid is dragged away from this fight by a pterodactyl. I got this. <laughs> what are you doing? We we got him on the ropes. <laughs> <sighs> That will bring us to the Kalia Root, who, you're not wrong about the ropes thing. It, well, let's see if it gets this ability back. No, shit. Wow, that would have been really nice right about now. Yeah. Um, it is going to 
misty step into the crowd of frozen blue people. Um, you, it's it's tough not to see it. It's the it's a splash of crimson against blue gray, but it is definitely behind cover of a sort at this point as it teleports thirty feet away, <laughs> and it will slash up into the sky and you see a crimson rent being torn in the air and there is a flash of heat and sulfurous smell and it cries out in a language that I'm pretty sure Cherish is the only one who would understand it um, as it cries out for help from uh, some uh in infernal co-workers <laughs> and thundering through this rent is going to be a huge it looks like an upside down obelisk that will just thunder straight through this rift in the air and plummet and it looks like it's about to crash into some of the frozen people but it will just hover like an inch above whatever it's about to hit it's point pointing down. You can see the obelisk itself is made of this weird pink-red fleshy material with these blue rivulets running through it like veins that are on the outside of the the musculature that this thing is made mm -hmm. of. And resting mm -hmm. at the center, kind of about three feet up its body, if that's what you want to call it, is a smoldering black orb that looks like an eye. And Haloed behind it is this just blood red, crimson, spiky circle, like something out of Doom. We, I remember seeing something like this before. Really? Mm. Or in no, a the, the the ice, um, like there, like a spike of ice came through a portal when we were in. Uh, Blue Gulch, but you saw something like that, like a vision of something like this, or I read about something like this, or it's possible. It. But least ways, uh, yes, this monolith just appears. I don't even know where. And that is going to be the Collier Roots turn. That brings us to Grawl. Uh, are you? Are you? Get are, are the two of you dumb? Of are you dumb? My God! I. Uh, wait, no. Are you like, sacrificing yourself? Like, now yourself? we're leaving. Is, no, no, now, now we're, we're leaving. leaving. Okay, okay. What about the 58 times we were going to leave before? Okay, then now we're leaving. Okay, wrap it up, guys. Let's go. Okay, game's over. Let's dip. What are we going to do? It's cold you gotta cover. Go. Okay, whatever. I have to physically run. Is Far Step get... uh, not up anymore? Uh... Mm, I don't think I broke concentration. No. Oh, okay, cool. Still up. Okay. Well. Uh, um. All right. Fine. You hop on, cherish. That's what you're going to do. Don't fight her this time, like a dummy. Uh, Later's and I far step. <laughs> Where do you far step to? God. Uh, little the opposite direction of uh. So, Imagine this is like on a like so a kind of a round. A tree? Uh, you're on a long stretch of thoroughfare, and you oh, okay. had, like, on a, a side branch, you had constructed this uh, this ritual space. So you can either right. go up or down the thoroughfare, or off the thoroughfare, down into the depths of the city. And again, you're eight levels up. 
Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to go the opposite direction of the monolith and the Kulia route. Okay. So up the thoroughfare. Yep. Okay. Uh, you know that this thoroughfare, you've walked it, uh, will eventually lead you up into the uh, upper rings of the city. You walked this way on your way to the Lydon Manor. Of course, there are tons of byways that intersect with this, so there's plenty of ways to just... You know that if you're heading in this direction, we'll lead up in a general fashion. Just checking. We've... Uh, we've established before that we can interact with things in the world. We can open doors or we can't interact with them. It's been difficult. Well, it takes a can. lot of effort. Okay. Yeah. I want to lock this thing in a fucking room. Call it a day. Just close the thing and just like laters. You have a nice big Anyways. empty room back over there. Yeah. It's also full of our friends that we can't move. Also true. Yeah. So. Anyways. Yeah, I do my uh, my normal amount of movement and then Misty Step, or not Misty Step, uh, Far Step. Okay. So that's uh, 90 feet. Absolutely. Canaeus uh, is going to do something similar. Uh, he's going to cast a spell on himself that seems to quicken his movement, um, and he is going to just fucking dip chasing after you, Grawl. That will bring us to uh, back up the top round with Sid. You are in the grasp of Pterodactyl Cherish, who was uh, flying down. Yeah, and I cannot break free, so I guess I'm going for a ride. Okay. <laughs> cannot break free. Uh, Tirza, you are the last one left in this uh, position. Yeah, I would like to use up the rest of my lay on hands on myself, please. Okay. Um... And then I'm just going to book it in the same direction as Crawl and Kanaeus. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Because uh, I can't us. go down. You, you don't want to ride on the pterodactyl? Is the ter is I Cherish, are you still here? Or Cherish went or off the edge and is flying yeah. downward. If you leapt off of the edge, you could probably land on the pterodactyl. As, as hilarious as that would be. Um, then actually, I will I will do a more, like, cautioned I'm not gonna, like, just run and leap, but I will get to like, an edge if I can. Yeah, and absolutely. basically be like, hey, I'm gonna jump on ya. Okay, I was like, you're gonna what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could do that now if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, then sure. It's really easy <laughs> to fall, it turns out. Yeah. Gravity yeah, if it, if, it, oh. if it seems like I could, could do that without it being a huge, you know, not some big leap of faith thing. It's literally a leap of faith. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally. literally. So what I'm going to need from you is an acrobatics check. Huh? Yeah. Okay. And That's okay. I need a strength saving throw from Pterodactyl Cherish. Okay. Does I guess Cherish actually get... My bonus, because technically when they're making it, <laughs> sure. I'm within 10 feet. Let me clarify then. Uh, let me see what Tirza's acrobatics check is, and then we'll see if you even need to make a strength saving throw. Because if Tirza whiffs it and just goes hurtling past you... <laughs> it's going to be more like a dexterity saving throw, probably. <laughs> to catch her. <laughs> and I see this happening... 
you might see Tears go hurtling past you. I did whiff it. Cool. Oh, what did you roll? Okay. Oh God, it's not another natural one. I thought it was, but it's a seven. Oh, that's who it's, which Ooh. is actually an eight for me. But Still holy not good. shit, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sid and Cherish, you see the glimmering scales of an armored paladin <laughs> go voom, straight past you. Uh, Cherish, character name. Thankfully, you're up next, Bye. so you have like uh, so such a, a quick moment to try to react to do something. So dismissing a spell is an action. No, you just stop concentrating on it. Okay, then I am going to, I'm going to let this go, and uh, I am going to, like, as soon as <laughs> as I get, <laughs> I just, I want to cast Featherfall as, to catch all of us in it as. Featherfall <laughs> is a reaction, yes? Uh... It would be pretty useless if it wasn't. Yeah, it is. Yes. It's so someone I falling. It? I couldn't cast it as a pterodactyl. No, but what I'm saying no. is you can uh, drop concentration on this and then cast uh, Featherfall technically when it's Tears' turn as opposed to after it's her turn. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Um, so uh, we will get to your turn having you already casted Featherfall. Okay. And Tears, you are not taking the 5d10 uh, falling damage that I was about to roll, so there's that. That's good. I would have lived. It would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are all falling uh, towards a, another thoroughfare that is about 50 feet below you. Uh, you can tell it's about two levels down. And you, mm, with Featherfall, you can't really control how you're falling, so there are probably a few people you might possibly bump into on the way down. Perfect. We can, like, just bounce off of them to direct Yeah, ast astronaut style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Cherish, is there anything you're doing on your turn? Glaring. Cool. <laughs> you guys are stuck there, slowly falling like, down. You're just, just pissed. stuck in the judgment. Motherfuckers. <laughs> so, it's just like, I still think we could have taken them, but, you know. I agree. Um, it was almost, it was almost there, done. We, we had them. We, we were so close. Grawl, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Uh, that is... That's my dexterity saving throw. It's just one. Yeah, that is a 19. 19, cool. Uh, so, there is a lancing beam of crimson energy that shoots out of this monolith and rakes the road next to you, but you zig right when you should, and it scorches through a bunch of the crowd as you're moving. It doesn't seem to damage them at all, as far as you can tell. Uh, but this, yeah, this uh, monolith's not happy with you. Um, and apparently this beam has a long, long range. So, um, that's a thing. Uh, it's then going to try to shoot a... Yeah, let's do that one. Um, give me an intelligence saving throw. Ooh. Oh, cool. Ooh la la. Five. Five. Oh no. So, you feel this two, purple beam lance at your back and strike you, 
and you take 22 psychic damage. Fantastic. <laughs> Down to 6 HP. Uh, Kolya Root wants to go home and rethink his life. <laughs> he doesn't want to sell any death sticks. It's going to get to the edge. And then it's going to stare down at the three of you, and it's going to cast a spell magic on Sid. Woo! Oh, I thought you... I just... Never mind, sorry. Uh, so, Sid, you are going to fall the last uh, 30 feet here. Um, Is there anybody to grab hold of? Any flying Give individual? me a dexterity saving throw to see if you can grab onto some uh, passersby who are stuck in midair. How close am I to tears, though? Uh, not close enough. Okay, that's fine. Emotionally, yeah. Do, <laughs> yeah. do the the fucking um when you what is that called when you jump out of planes skydiving thing where you all like grab hands? <laughs> uh, I got do a. You have your exit, buddy. Twenty-seven. Okay, what is the flying person or thing that you grab onto on the way down? Um, I am imagining that. Uh, somebody is sort of reaching out as they're flying and I like like I grab I land uh, grab their um, arm and then it swings me forward and sort of launches me uh, <laughs> sky parkour it's a Persia yeah. style yeah Prince of Persia style okay uh, alright so you turn the one big fall into a bunch of little falls off of some frozen people in the sky and still manage to land okay without taking a bunch of damage so that's good. Whew. And that is the Call Your Roots turn. That brings us to Grawl. Yeah, later. Keep it going, man. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Second uh, verse, same as the first. Yeah, another 90. Okay. Um, so, you are presented with a cr intersection coming up. All right. It splits off in three directions. Are they labeled? No. Uh, uh, basically a left or a right. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let's go right. Okay, cool. Is that, that a good call or is that a bad call? That will bring us to Tanaeus, cool who's going to follow you, but he can't keep quite keep up. He's doing the best he can, uh, but you're moving a, a solid 90 feet of turn. Actually, he can just about keep up with you. Um, because he cast Expeditious Retreat on himself, and he's hoofing it along pretty damn Hell quick. Hell yeah. Another um, good, good spell. And that will bring us to Sid, as you land. Uh, is nobody else has landed yet? Uh, it seems like Tirza and Cherish are just about to land. They're right behind you. You just came down a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah, I did do that. Um... The thing's looking down at us. Mm -hmm. uh, can, I, can I take in my surroundings now? Um, is there... I guess we're going to keep going down. Um, you are in the middle of a frozen Mardi Gras. 
There are people all around you. There are little pixies flying through the air with those tiny little moon tokens. There are, uh, there's a furbolg just to your left who is in the midst of like creating an explosion of flowers. Uh, there are elves of all descriptions. There is a horrifying looking bat creature that's dragging streamers that's flying through the air. That You actually bounced off one of the streamers that under normal circumstances would just be uh, cray paper that's like dragging behind it, but you bounce off of it like it was a steel rod just affixed right. in the air. <laughs> um, do I see um, any pathways further downward? Oh yeah, you know this thoroughfare would lead down. You actually came down this way when you guys went to the Crystal Forges. Right. I think about the tree and I start to head that way. Okay. I tell people to follow me. Okay. So that brings us to Tirza. You land, Uh, you see the the Kolyarut is standing 50 feet above you on the ledge of one of these walkways, staring down with its math sword pointed at you, Uh, but Sid has taken off in a direction and has said, follow me. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do that, and I will uh, dash to keep up. Uh, Cherish, same thing. Uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll run to stay with him. Okay. All right, that'll bring us to the Kolya route. Um, as you're fleeing, uh, you don't necessarily see what it does. Um, Grawl, you've gotten enough distance now that you see another uh, white hot lance of crimson energy streaking out towards you, uh, but it's you seem to be at the very like extant of its range, um, and it can't quite <laughs> get to you. Perfect. I'm so fast. <laughs> okay. Um, how much longer do I have to go before they're like out of view? Uh, you could probably take a couple of twists and turns and break line of sight pretty quick. Great. Cool. Let's do that. Okay. Um, um, do you want to be generally going upwards or staying on this level? Um. Is there anything that goes down necessarily, or is literally everything? Yeah, there's a quick 15 foot uh, route down that's just to your left. It's really fast. Yeah, I thought you were being serious for a second, Michael. I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, oh, okay, I'm absolutely I'm, serious. The rest of your party jumped off the edge of the walkway. I know. <laughs> Still uh, miss. Yeah. Yeah, miss. Yeah, I've got to try to hopscotch fr- Frogger my way all the way down to the bottom. No thanks. I'll just keep. Uh, uh, I'll try to break uh, line of sight uh, without jumping off the edge. Okay. Zigzag stuff. Can you not far step down? I mean, yeah, but I'd have to fall and then do the thing because it's not sixty feet between the levels, right? It That's was, what I was asking earlier. It was 50 feet down to the next walkway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, then shit. Yeah, I guess I'll just do that. Okay. Um, so you just teleport straight down? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna... Can I just... Splitting up. Going down. Um, what, what, where? D- down. Just going down. Should I follow you? Sure. 
It's going to be hard. And you disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Doesn't it, doesn't it suck when people don't tell you things? <laughs> he can't help me anyways. Yeah. Fucking part of his rule shit. Mm. I think. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, yeah, he will shout and you will hear him from below. I guess you didn't want any healing. That's fine. Um, come back. Come back. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you teleport down to that level. Uh, Canaeus left to his own devices. Um, let's see, where's he going? He should come hang out with me. That's somehow. great. He can't teleport. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what Canaeus does cause he's, you dipped. Um, mm-hmm. that okay. pretty much brings us out of combat. So he is not my responsibility. Ooh, He's an adult. <laughs> Sid, Boy. you are beginning to lead Tirza and Cherish down to the lowest levels of Fair Aims here, down towards the Crystal Forges. Grawl, with very little sight of your friends, you're not quite sure what your next step is from here. And Canaeus is left to wander by himself on the upper reaches. Oh. As you are trapped in now a deadly game of cat and mouse with the Kolya root as it hunts you through the frozen streets of Fair Ames here, I think it is there that we are going to take our break. And when we come back, uh, we will see how you resolve this nightmare scenario. Yep. <sighs> I think we should have turned ourselves in. We should have stayed and fought. Perhaps. But that thing was calling reinforcements. Who knows what foul things may have crawled forth from its portaling domains. Nothing we couldn't have handled. That thing was on the ropes. We had almost destroyed it. But at what cost? Did you see what it did to their hobgoblin companion? An acceptable loss. No loss is acceptable, Maz. Not when it can be avoided. Says the sword who can't see past the point of his own blade. You have no mind for the long term. And you think only about Cherish's survival, not about the greater good of the world, or those we are bonded to. (laughs) You still act like we're forge-bound items. Yes, and why not? You heard the fallen knight. You're something else. And the strange Archfey declares me the same. But are we not still their partners? Their friends? Hmm. Perhaps. We are more than that. Ah! <sighs> the old man speaks. We are the tether. We are that which holds them to this place. We are the connection that will guide them home. And right now, we must help them escape. Indeed. Yes, of course. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had come face to face with the Kolya Root, something that was deemed inevitable. At least to Canaeus, who told you to get the fuck out of there. Uh, which you did, did not do. You did not do. Uh, and Immediately. Immediately. But we eventually, 
in a, a pitched fight with the the Collier root, you forced it to retreat slightly and summon aid from an infernal source of some kind. But that gave you the chance to retreat deeper into the city. So now we have effectively split the party with Sid, Tirza, and Cherish fleeing downward towards the roots of Fair Ames here, following Sid's lead towards an intuition of some sort. Meanwhile, Grawl, somewhere north of them, has teleported down onto the same level, but is unaware of their course or direction. And I think it is there that we pick up with Grawl, as you are now on the sixth level of Fair Ames here, staring around at the frozen street party that surrounds you. Several trash pixies just locked in the air fight and wrestle over a uh, a large, elaborately made moon token. Is there any popcorn on the ground that they haven't gotten to yet because time <laughs> is frozen? There is, but the popcorn is frozen too. No! <laughs> no! This really is Girl's Nightmare. It's our darkest hour. <laughs> ah, fresh hell is this? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I am going to keep um, uh, descending levels as fast as I can. Okay. Uh, with um, far step, that is incredibly easy, though. That only lasts a minute. Yes. Yes. Okay. And but... I've already done it. Three times. Two, three. Yeah, three times. Uh, so with another couple of far steps, though, <laughs> you could effectively get to ground level uh, before the minute is up, which is crazy impressive. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Let's you do have it. no idea where you are in context of the rest of the city, though, now that you've just concentrated on teleporting down. Before, you were following roads and thoroughfares to get to a destination and you were with Sid who seemed to have a better idea of where you were going uh, you are now just in the middle of the street level of Fair Ames here amidst a frozen crowd of party goers it is even thicker down here and it's difficult to actually move through areas that aren't already exposed like fountains or uh, art installations and even some of those are difficult to navigate you're having to um, kind of climb on top of people a little bit and navigate your way around the threads that are projecting up out of the base of their skulls right terrific it's that or like climb around and inside their legs serpentine style <laughs> and that's just uh, a little problematic with the great sword yeah yeah and i don't want to dismiss the great sword because i will <laughs> and be stuck. <laughs> I was just about to, to yep. say, because I forgot that that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Part of yeah. me was just like, oh, you could dismiss the greatsword and hide amongst everyone. There, that, well, no. you could hide in the archive, sorta. The body is still here. Yeah. But mm -hmm. The it, mind it will be, be safe. It would be frozen like everyone else. So right. They wouldn't find but it. I'm the Hiding. only hobgoblin. The only one. You just insinuate yourself I, into a no, dance party. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is the dilemma. But Grawl, as you yeah. reach the bottom floor of Fair Ames here, what is your goal? What is your plan? What is your aim? Uh, 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 can I pull out my stone of far speech? You can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cherish. Cherish. Sid. No, Cherish is a terror. No, she's not a terror. 
Did I see Cherish not D-Pterodactyl? Okay. Yeah. Cherish is a pterodactyl. She won't be able to, to answer the Stone of Forest speech. Sid? Sid? Tisa? Tisa? It's Grawl, your favorite hobgoblin. Do any of us get this? <laughs> you all get all of this, though you are still up several levels. I'm not a pterodactyl anymore. Oh, great. Not a pterodactyl. How? Wait, are you guys, are you falling? No. Yeah, I'm onto something quick. Oh, okay. Right. Um, we, uh, are that you? was handled. Uh, uh, I, I, went, I, I went as fast as I could. Uh, Canaeus and I split up amicably. Uh, and I, uh, I went down. Kind of just, oh, we're going down yeah. too. That's, yeah. Oh, we, I, I assumed because you descended as a pterodactyl yeah. off the edge. Yes, but like that's where we were planning. I was planning to go down. Oh, okay. What? Where are we going? Where are we going? What was the plan? I was thinking the tree at the base of the city. It's like the most magical place in the city. Is that as good as I, a lead as the whole gazebo thing the last time this happened? So. And okay. we got out. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. Um. Can I? I, I have no other ideas. Can I see them, like looking up at the levels, mm -hmm. like potentially descending? Ah, damn. Okay. All right. It's um, just a tangle of silver cords leading up into infinity and blue gray bodies. So if I theoretically went in a direction away and they went straight down, can I work my way back in the direction that I came? Give me a survival check. Oh, goody. See how disoriented you got on the way down. What is my survival? It's only a plus one. It is a plus one. Why does this game hate me? Like, <laughs> can someone figure out why my dice don't seem to work? That's a one. Oh, no. It's a natural one? That is a natural one. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, you think you're going in the right direction. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm gonna keep talking to them, and I'm gonna keep talking until and, and see if it if it cuts out. And you keep talking, and you keep talking, and you all hear Grawl talking, and then it just suddenly stops. He's at the bottom. Why did he? Hello, hello. Here's a Terish. Not you, Sid. Haha, <laughs> got him. Um, I'm gonna turn around and go back, like, turn around and immediately look back the other direction. What What direction are we headed? Are we headed in and down, or are we headed out and down? You're heading in and down. Uh, okay. Sid, you would know the way down to the the central hub of Fair Ames here is a, a downward thoroughfare. And Grawl, as you turn around, you suddenly find yourself looking at a, a small clearing in the crowd. And it's odd because it's not some feature that's stopping people from getting near what you're looking at. It just seems as though there's an aversion to the crowd. The, the people who were in this area just didn't want to get close to whatever this is. And as you stare at it, you see that it is a small, another yet another art installation of some kind. You've seen a ton of these in Fair Ames here. Um... This one is still covered in the blue-gray porcelain sheen that covers everything. Um, but 
it is an art installation that shows a, a single figure holding out a hand towards six statues of children. And as you, like, come around the side, you clearly see that this is a statue of Zenerva. Okay. And, like, the children are all dressed in different clothes that seem evocative of different vocations. Um, you're kind of getting a sense in the city now that there are themes to each of the houses, and those can be represented in different ways. And you see that in her hand, she's holding a... that she's holding out to these children, dangling from it is a rope that ends in a noose. Oh my god. Oh. They really don't like her here. Yeesh. And so yeah, that is what you stumble across with that natural one. Um, and a 96 on my percentile dice. Oof. Bummer. Well, that's... I mean, the situation's already pretty darn grim. That's just... That's just some icing on the sad cake. I thought it was going to be, like, two rival political artists who have, like, two different views of Zenerva and are just putting up these art installations, like, echoing each other all over the city. Nope, I like that one better. <laughs> and Grawl, as you stand looking at this, you hear a sound, which is disturbing in its own right, because other than that, this place is just silent. Eerily silent. And it's a, a, a snuffling, a... Where is it? Yes, Where yes. is it? Where is it? Where is he? Where's the thing? Where's Meanwhile, the thing thing? Sid... <laughs> Tirza yeah! and Cherry. Uh -huh. Just who we, we wanted to see. <laughs> well, well, well. It's girls' day. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we're running, I'm gonna try to summon the lesser. I'm gonna try to summon him in such a way that, like, I can, if it works, I'm going to that I can just like grab him as soon as he appears. Okay. Uh, you summon the lesser, and when you do, I need everybody, except for Grawl, who's obviously not there, to give me a perception oh. check. Okay. Good, 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 good. Right. 22 for Sid. Cool. Um... You too, Cherish. Oh, yeah. Perception, you said? Mm hmm. 16. Yeah, I got an 11. Tears Uh. Cherish, you got an 11? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Tears, I got a 16. So, you would all notice that the gems on Maz suddenly flare in their five individual colors red, black, green, blue, white. And they stand out and kind of shine in a way where the colors and the light kind of rub up against each other in a flare. Mm. And 
Sid, what you notice is that there's another static moment where the world snaps to color for half a second. Oh. Um, nobody else seems to notice that fact, but you do. Everyone else is sort of, like, blinded for half a second by the flare of energy off of mm -hmm. Maz. And there is a popping, and suddenly the lesser is like, Whoa! Okay! What's going on? Hey, where are we? What's going on? Long story. Uh, and I'm, as I'm running, tell me everything you know about the Bator Mechanis Concordant. Um... Oh, uh... Um, hmm. And you're like holding him, and he's being like swung back and forth yeah, as you're running. He's a going, little bit. Oh, hmm. oh. I can it's hold that... him still and pump the other arm if that's necessary. It's that thing where every time he comes back close to like you, like your ear, you get the one word, and he goes back. And well, it's the... a thing that you're. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> No, what he says is, let me go! Let me go! Can you keep up? We're running from something. I can fly! Okay, I just don't know what your fly speed is. <laughs> I forgot to look it up. That's why I said that I grabbed you. <laughs> I can certainly fly faster than you can run. Okay, that's good to know. And you release the lesser and his little wings start beating and this bandy-legged imp is now flying next to you all. Uh, he doesn't freeze in place. Um, and yeah, Tears, I don't know how you feel about the imp being back. Um, oh no, I hate it. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the lesser will say, okay, what's happening? What's going on? Tell me everything you you know about the Bator Mechanis Concordant. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's a bit. Um, so there's a bunch of lawful dudes that got together after things went wacky and said, hey, things are too crazy right now. Let's try to put a stop to that. And it's, uh... The, the the big uh, the big uh, dragon guy and there's uh, the the uh, the you know Lord of the Nine of course well, long may he reign and um, right whatever <laughs> and uh, there's another one I um uh, don't I'm not sure pain perhaps oh, the lady of pain yeah who okay Ben not her. Oh, she's she's from Sigil. <laughs> As Tears is running, <laughs> like quietly running. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's about kind of what I theorized a little bit. Um, we're under arrest. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, so we have these law. We had one of these lawless pendants. And we had to go out into the wilding to fix the thing, so I was like, we don't have a lot of options, so I'll just, like, we'll just figure out how to make more lawless pendants. But apparently, that's not allowed. Oh. Okay. Woof. Uh. Well, I got good news, and I got bad news. 
Uh, whatever order you want. It doesn't matter at this point. Okay, okay. Uh, good news. I can get you out of here. Bad news. It's... it's to Melbolge. Yes. No, that's okay. still the good news. The bad news is... Well, there's no real bad news. The other good news is you'd leave your friends behind. Oh, that's all bad. Oh, it's all right. It's all bad. Whoops. <laughs> still getting the hang of that one. I'm not leaving them here. I mean, I'm not going to take them to Melbourne. I think Tirza wouldn't like that Imp, very if, much. But... Imp, if you try to take her, I will destroy you. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> just jogging. I fucking pull scale mail, just like, ching, ching, ching. And it's Stupid. ringing out in the silence of yep. fair aims yep. here. <laughs> I do not do stealth. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you're flying along. Anything else you want to ask the lesser while you're moving? I mean, do you happen to know how to get out of the squished ethereal and astral plane? I don't even know what that is. Cool, you're dismissed. Whoop. Thank you. <laughs> what the hell? One of these days, Cherish, he's gonna know something, and it's gonna be real it's helpful. It's gonna be awesome. And it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be the awesome. best day ever i mean so cool. him it's knowing it's things is the problem him knowing things specifically about us and being a spy from hell whatever it's fine <laughs> yeah I, for Just... everyone listening i am pumping my arms mm -hmm. it doesn't i, I don't know why <laughs> we're getting in character yep. for the vine that's why um uh, uh also dead. it's true as you are making your way down, you you two are having to fight into thicker and thicker crowds to the point where you're having to shimmy and shake and squeeze your way through people. It's a little easier for y'all to move because you're not laden with a giant greatsword. Uh, though mm. Tears is definitely getting stuck up on some people with the armory of weapons she's carrying. Um, yeah. oh, no, they're all in a in a thing. Oh, that's right. They're you've all got in my the, quiver. You've got the quiver. Uh, so it's yeah. a little bit easier well, for. Her. Yeah. I'm uh, a big boy. <laughs> I, and, yeah, that's the thing. Is like I'm very small. Uh, eventually, Sid leads you to an opening that leads down. There is a spiraling concourse that leads into the subterranean depths of Fair Ames. Here, uh, as I described before, it is a vast open pit with these almost a, a strange reflection of the towers of Fair Ames here hanging from the ceiling into this abyss, and the walkways still connecting all of these roots that are dangling into the darkness. Uh, but it all sort of weaves towards a sensual, a central node of some kind, a, a root ball, uh, if you will. And that, Sid, you know, is the Crystal Forge. Mm -hmm. And as you stream in that direction, uh, going towards the, the greatest source of magic that you know, Grawl, you hear a strange voice nearby going, yes, 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 where are you? I want it back. And uh, you go stalking out into the street. Uh, Girl, can yeah. you get my gauntlet back, please? <laughs> I'm not here. I remember. What else did we lose? Tears of lost a gauntlet. I don't care about that. If I could get two <laughs> pearls of power instead of a gauntlet. <laughs> so much better. I... Honestly, you should get that fireball necklace. Not even like to give it back to me. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good item. 
Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> get everyone their stuff back except for Tirza. Oh, yeah. And you following the, the weird snuffling sound, you come around a corner and you see a large waddling creature with an enormous pack on its back, the weird stitch clothing, the long multi-jointed pink hoovy fingers of a folk of Leng rooting through people. Uh, finding objects that are loose on their person and, like, pawing at them until a colored version of the objects comes away and it will hold it close to its horrible potatoy face with a large, wide slash across the pink flesh with the teeth on the outside and the black little beady eyes in an odd arrangement above the mouth and it will blink those eyes in a... In a multitude of rhythms and it will go, Yes, yes, excellent, excellent, good echo here! <laughs> You, you, hey, 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 lag. And it will turn suddenly as though it's been caught in the act. Ah, 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 ah. I see you, I see you, I see you. You know me, I know you. Oh, no, this one, this one has made trades before, yes. The, yeah, mm -hmm. the echo of Leng is on you, yes. Right, okay, um, yeah, okay, ha. Uh, I would like my stuff back. Mm, stuff? No. Trade? You have traded. Right. I would like to trade back for it. Ah, trades backsies. Yes, yes. We know yeah, the old an, ways. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> ancient, ancient way. Mm -hmm, yes, yes. Um, what do you trade? Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't know what. Hand, hand. Just first off, just first off, let. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the market for some things. What do you have? Mm -hmm. What have do you many, offer? Many things. Many things. The folk of Leng has. Okay. Um, silk. Before... Fine silks from the spiders themselves. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good without the spider silk. Although it sounds very nice. Um, question. I just have a few queries for you really quick. Um, how are you here? Like, how is this? How? Mm, it is close, this place. It has become close to the outside. Uh, okay. And you can just travel willy-nilly? We know the cross step, yes. Okay. How can I? So, we, um have created similar uh remember the pendants that the amulets that we traded for do you remember those leng remembers right 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 we made more of those okay and you see that the skin around its multiple eyes sort of just like all open so that it only has two large eyes now as opposed to a bunch of little ones and those big black orbs will stare at you and sort of move slightly in the flesh and it'll go you have created lawless pendants and it will stare around ah, uh, the inevitables will be here right yes no that is the problem that is 168 percent the problem right now this math is correct. Yes, 168. This is correct. Yeah, I know. Of course I knew this. Of course you know that. We're both highly intelligent individuals. Having we must a leave. Right, now. right, okay. What do we do? All laws confound. Primus comes for us all. We must depart. Farewell. Uh, uh, no. What about trading? What about trading? And it seems to, like, hesitate and go, oh, it's nature torn suddenly between <laughs> self-preservation and trading. Uh, quickly, what do you have to trade? 
not really anything that's not a sword. I have a, I have a, I have a scroll. I have a very nice scroll. Mm. Let us see this scroll. Uh, I pull out the scroll of contact of their plane. And it will sniff. And when it sniffs, it doesn't have a nose, but all of its skin kind of like flanges inward slightly. Uh, and it will go, yes, powerful magic in that scroll. Right. Um, yeah. What, uh, what, what, uh, what value does it have uh, trading with you? And we have to be quick here. We can't, uh, you know. Yes, much value. Uh, we will trade you scroll of uh, equal strength, yes. What about a pearl? Some sort of pearl-like thing. Ah, yes, the trade backsies. Yes, yes, right. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You seek the pearl. And it will retract one of its arms into its, like, the folds of its clothing until the, the flap of cloth where its arm was sticking out finally holds the limp, and you hear some very upsetting organic noises followed by some jangling as its backpack begins to move and shake as though something has been inserted into the backpack without it actually opening it. And then it will have another set of disturbing organic noises, and then coming out of the sleeve will be one of those little three-clawed hooves, and it will be holding a tiny little pearlescent orb in its hand. Yes, this is what you seek. This found its way to Leng. Yes, it did. Okay. Um, and before you put that away, um, can I trade for information? We are not the Duskwalker. Okay, okay. I just, <laughs> I just want to check. I just want to check. <laughs> Obviously, you've had dealings with him. Uh, Wretched god thief, yes! Yep. Right, that's a new name. I haven't heard that one, but that sounds like him. Ah, uh, okay. So, uh, one scroll of contact, other plane, for this purple power. It is not equal trade. Ah, we must offer more. Uh, what else do you, you seek? Must, uh, what, what, do you have any of the items that we uh, traded you before? Leng has them, yes. What? Which I items don't. do you seek? This is metagamey. <laughs> what do y'all want? Uh, we traded you, uh, what was that, a necklace of fire beads or whatever the hell, uh, some mm. sort of gauntlet thingy, and I gave you the pearl of power. No, I, I forgot about the pearl. That's right. Hmm. Pearl you just took that. Yeah, technically yeah. it's not trades backsies. Yeah, so you just took that. And suddenly its eyes contract again, and it has a like four smaller eyes, and they seem to be shifting around. They say, Pearl was rightfully taken. Yeah, according to you. Mm. you don't make the rules of uh, other people's stuff. That's still mine. <laughs> Gotta make a decision quick, bud. Ah. Primus or whatever is coming. Better give it back or I'll tell him where he's at. And mm -hmm. its eyes go, like, really, really wide until it has one Hand giant eyeball suddenly at the center of its head as all the flesh recedes away from this orb when you say the name Primus. Uh, and it will just, like, shudder and shake and begin stepping backwards, and it starts just throwing stuff at you. Okay. And Perfect. it's like the okay. pearl and a necklace full of beads and a gauntlet and a uh, uh, a sack of some kind. And then it throws a, a bag that lands with a clattering thunk and it just like steps away from you and says, we must go. We must go. 
All right, fine. Pleasure doing business with you. Uh, uh, and it like takes a shimming step sideways and then takes another shimming step back in the opposite direction. And then it does a little like swivel on its heel and then it vanishes. So it did a little dance. A little bit. Right on. Okay. And it did uh, not take you at the scroll. It just vanished. Yes. So good at deals. Omatep's going to hire me. Um, <laughs> deals, deals, deals. Deals, deals, deals. I take all the stuff. All of it. Okay. All the stuff. All the stuff. And then I tried the uh the, the stone of far speech again. Hello. Cherish. Sid. There's no answer. You're never gonna get God dang it. Uh okay. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going. Okay, give me another survival check. Key up. That's an at twenty on that one. Okay. Uh you Get us. You look swords. up, and you kind of navigate based on like, okay, I think we were up there, and so if I turn this way, and okay, just yeah, and you start navigating towards center mass. Perfect. Sid, tears of cherish. Christmas came early, y'all. You are at the gateways into the Crystal Forge. Oh, okay. Oh, is it closed? Uh, there are guards standing outside, but there are no doors per se. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say, oh, we didn't think about the doors. <laughs> I mean, I'm always thinking about the doors. But... Well, sure. The doors. Mm -hmm. um, R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, we just go in and wait for Grawl and see if we can't figure out uh, why are we here? It exactly? Is, it's the largest source of magic in Farium's here. Uh... That's all I got. <laughs> oh, also, I saw this tree in a vision of my death. But we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, no. Yeah, the, sure. yeah. Run towards your death. Mm -hmm. This The trial, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. Walking forward, Sid, you lead them through the, the twisting, rounded corridors of this place. It is a, a circular labyrinth of a sort, um, though it's not difficult to navigate because all paths lead towards the center. Mm -hmm. And as you come around a exposed corner, you pass several frozen individuals whose hands are or foreheads are placed on the walls as though they're in commune with this place. And coming out to the center, again, you see the... Five slightly curved workstations where members of different houses sit and process, I mean, order forms, to a lack of a better term, uh, mm. for construction here in the city. Um, and Ayan isn't personally here uh, at the moment because he is trapped upstairs. Um, yep. Yeah. But some other member of House Sonoran is apparently filling in his position here. Um, this place never sleeps. Um, in fact, you see a concentration of people uh, behind the station for the seat of House Urvalen. It seems as though they were, they in particular, have some kind of uh, intense activity happening in here tonight. Uh, the thing that immediately strikes you as you enter this place, though, is that the tree is in full color. Yes. 
and the water around it is not glassy with porcelain permanence. It is water. Is it in distress at all from potential incursions? It, if it's in distress, you don't necessarily, you can't necessarily tell. Um, there is a, a slight tingling blue aura around the trunk of the tree. You're not quite sure if that's normal or a sign of distress. Um, yeah. And there is a person standing in the pool who is uh, breathing heavily and looks terrified. That's fair. It's yeah. very disorienting. Who? Who is it? Can we tell? They oh, are. Just, they are wearing know. clothing of uh, house Weniel, and they are a wood elf of some kind, and they are staring around, and they look like they are hyperventilating, and they don't know what's happening. You can I will... see that their glance will occasionally go over to a person who is clearly like half a step out of the pool and has just frozen in place. Um, I will hail them and, and like, go to them. And they will let out a, ah! as you come around the corner and say hello. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, um, I, deep breaths. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, are you all right? I, I, I mean, probably not. This is very disorienting to go through the first time. Yes, they they say in, uh, Elvish. You're you're. I will respond in Elvish as well. I speak that right. God. Yeah. Okay. Um. You're you're fine. Everything's okay. This is the. Uh, you're sort of out of the astral, ethereal. But it's a really long story, but you're okay. It's fine. I don't know what any of that really means, but okay. That's fine. Technically, yeah. neither we do we. Yes, we sort of don't either. That's not super comforting, guys, but uh, yeah, that's technically true. Um... Have you noticed the tree do anything since this all happened. Uh, yes. And it'll point towards the top of the trunk. The the glowing, I assume. No. Uh, if you remember, the trunk of this tree looks as though it is made of six mm. bodies that are intertwined with one another. Mm -hmm. uh, all that remains of their physical features is like a vague humanoid outline. Uh, but they have clearly moved since the last time you've been here, Sid. Oh. They moved. And he's just nodding. How many did you say there were? Six. Yeah. Six. Cool. I'm yep. sure, mm -hmm. sure that's good. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's good. I'm not here. <laughs> But you're on your way, and that's what's important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys, I saw a really Sid? cool statue. Yes. What? What's... 
I'm, we've ne- Cherish and I have never seen this tree before. This is uh, the core of the city. Uh, everything of Ferrams here grows from this place. Uh, Grawl and I came down the other day looking for an A.N. Right, and it, and it, it's like how the, the wards are powered. Yeah. Is there something wrong with it? I... Yeah, they've been having problems. Uh, when we first arrived, oh gosh. The yeah, it it. But you, you and Grawl did tell us about the yeah. Okay. The flames and the disappearing limbs and. Yeah. I just mean, is there something wrong with it now? Well, I guess we got to get closer to take a better look. I look, can I look in the water? And you see your reflection and standing next to you are two other reflections. To these, are they? Uh, The first one is of a man you don't necessarily recognize uh, wearing a, a jaunty feathered cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, dressed in some flamboyant barred clothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who dat? <laughs> the second is your mother. Is she? What is she? What are they doing? Just are they just there? looking? Just standing there. And as you move, they move. Can I? What? Can I wave? And they do they wave with the same hand that you do? That's weird. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess I'm gonna uh, go to the tree. Okay. Cherish, Tirza, what are you doing? I'll follow. Um, I'll look in the water because I noticed Sid being weird near it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the second time. For the second time. Well, I didn't notice the first time. (laughs) I'm going to roll to see if I notice that. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Yeah, staring in the water. uh, Cherish, you do not see a reflection. Good. Good. That's also a number... That is not normal, but I feel like it's worse than three. <laughs> uh, does Cherish see Sid's triple reflection? Yes. Uh, oh. I rolled a natural 20, so whatever they're seeing, I'm also seeing. Okay, and are you approaching the pool as well? Yeah, I'm following behind Cherish, because I think Tears is like in the middle of asking if she has any ideas about how we're going to get out of here. Okay. And uh, you see yourself reflected as your true age back at you. Um, and you see a uh, a coiled serpent draped around your shoulders with uh, bright rainbow-colored wings extending from it. Oh. Sweet. Oh. Damn, tears have got the coolest one. <laughs> Oh, wait till you see Certainly mine. the least concerning. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that super phases her because there's not. Yeah. Um, although, actually, does it look anything like the the figures in the sketchbook? Mm-mm. Okay. Cool. Um. Then I will continue with my question of of asking. I'm just gonna ignore the fact that you don't have a reflection because I'm a no. good friend. Mm. It's it's there are many things you should ignore about me. <laughs> That is just one of in a long list. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, I don't remember what the answer was to this last time. Um, but our forge bound our our magic items. They're your forge bound <laughs> items. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would think otherwise. Hi, who knows? <laughs> uh, what a mixed mine's a for- happening. Yeah. Mine's a forge bound item. This is what Mike's uh, saying. Yeah, I can't control just- what Puck says. That's <laughs> <laughs> just Puck. Like I think Stormpiercer specifically said, I don't think I'm a forge bound item. Yeah, but Cherish is sad and worried and all the time. Um Anyway, uh, has Maz been quiet this whole time? Was the only thing from her, like, the the jewels flaring? Like, has Stormpiercer been silent, or has he been giving his... <laughs> his two cents. Uh, Stormpiercer has been quiet, and Maz has been quiet, but you still feel them present. They've okay. just not necessarily been contributing to the scenario. Uh, then, then I am gonna make an Arcana check. To see if I can answer Tears' question. Uh, in almost a, a mirror, though, I would say Sadagar has probably been keying in on a lot of what uh, the Collier Root said, as well as some of the events happening here. And uh, when you glance at your uh, reflection, there's a sudden spike of excitement from Sadagar. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I assumed he responded to the, the Lady of Pain yeah, because uh, I that did. He doesn't know if that necessarily would have been a bad thing. Oh yeah, no, freaking same, buddy. God, we're just on the same page. I love that dude. Um, but I don't know what to do with the excitement over being a snake thing. He's just excited that you get um, to see this. Yeah. the So, with the snake being curled around the, my shoulders, I'm assuming the cloak is not there. Uh, no, correct. Yeah, okay. Um, it, Tirza will just, like, bring up her hand and touch, like, where the head of the serpent would be on her cloak. Um, but beyond that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it sure is cool. <laughs> yeah, cherish what you're rolling an arcana check for. Yeah, uh, so try to answer. <laughs> to like, what what is my idea about how we're gonna get out of here? That's a good question. Um, can I? I'm gonna mention um, when uh, cherish when you summon the lesser. 
everything started again for just the slightest second. Just like when I split the sword. Saw that. The, the flash. You did not see the, it when you, you summoned the lesser, but you saw yeah, it. Yeah, but when. Yeah. It happened again. Um, and it's associated with our forgebound items. Okay. Um, that's a little bit more to go on. Yeah. Tirza, give me an <laughs> insight check. Okay. Unless Cherish suddenly has an idea. Well, it was a nat 20. Oh, on the... Oh, okay. on that Arcana. Uh, my insight was a... is a dirty 20, so... Okay, then yeah. you would both come to a sudden realization that you've seen this sort of thing happen before outside of Jeremiah Payne's cult stronghold there was a moment in which normality was reestablished when Tirza caused all of the demons to flee. Oh, that's right. This is not without precedence. Right. What if all of us did the thing that stopped, you know, that continued time for a second at the same time do you think that'd be enough to like do something? Stormpiercer will say, I don't know if I could do that again. I'm that was a lot. Mechanically speaking, I'm almost out of charges. Are you? That took five out of me. Wait, wait, wait. What what took five charges? Uh doing the storm echo. That takes five charges? At least. Oh, I thought it was just one. No, 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 no. Shit lets you sneak that twice in a turn. Yeah. I think the, I think the minimum that we can do is five. Mm -hmm. For, like, any of our abilities. I'm pretty I sure. I was going to say. Right. Okay, sure okay, okay, okay. Oh, gods. Okay. Um, fair enough. Well, I then I am fresh out of ideas then. I mean... And as you're having this discussion, you're wading through the pool, eventually getting it to knee-deep, and you're coming under the branches of this huge draping willow, and you see that the, the writhing bodies within the tree have all shifted to face inward, and their arms have sort of untangled from each other to show the interior of this tree, in a way. Okay. What's in there? Yeah, see what's in there. Has it? Has this tree ever done this before? And you turn to the wood elf, who's like, kind of just sitting in the pool, staring, hey, like, kind of blasted in the middle distance, and they'll just shake their head. None of this has ever happened before. Okay. Are they? So they're not. Obviously, they're not following us. Uh -uh. Uh, That's fair, probably. Um. 
I, I guess I turn back. Uh, I think it might be safest if you stayed with us. We can at least protect you. Protect me from what? It's <laughs> best if we don't find out. <laughs> You're really bad at this. Yeah, oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> what is your name? I'm Kianor Waniel. I'm Kianor. Uh, my friends and I have been through this before. We oh. can protect you. Oh, all right. Six times now. Yeah. Oh. This will be seven. All right. We've gotten out of it before and we can do it again. Just stay close. I need you all to I give me perception checks. Yeah. I guess technically this is all you for too. Me because I blinked while we were okay. that one time while we were fighting in nightmares. Perception. Why can't I roll well? Don't roll. Like on the pendulum just surface, swings. Uh, Nineteen for me. What else we got? Fifteen Wait. for me. And we don't get a bonus on this. Mm -mm. I mean, your perception okay, bonus. You. Okay. She doesn't give you bonuses on perception, though. I don't think. No, no, it's just saving throws. Momentarily yeah. forgot. Uh, yeah. So mine's a 14. 14. Uh, Sid, you said 19? That's correct. And Tears, I got a... 16? 16. I think, yeah. Grawl, what do you got? Grawl got a 9. Cool. Uh, you're getting close, Grawl. Uh, you can see that you've gotten into the substrates of Fair Aims here. You can see the root cluster at its center. You're, you're, you're booking your way towards it. Um... The rest of you hear in the otherwise silence uh, metallic footfalls. Um, is there anything in the... I mean, do these figures kind of open up? Mm -hmm. Figures of the tree? Is there anything in that center? There is. There is a... Glowing green faceted gemstone, uh, roughly the size of two fists together. It almost looks like a heart. Oh, I shouldn't touch that, right? No, yeah, like we should wait for Grawl and then we should touch it so he can eat it. No, 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 no. it's potentially the the what is powering Fair Aimseer. I don't. I... That would instantly kill everybody. Not that Grawl's here to make this argument. Potentially, and In your yeah. mind, Cherish, you hear Maz's voice, breathless and astonished, say, An arch heart. Uh, I mean, that, that sounds does sound pretty, pretty powerful. Um, and I can kind of maybe put together with context clues what it is. The crystallized uh, heart of an archfey. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, what do you all do? Uh, Grawl? Can you hear me? And Grawl, you hear Sid. Oh my god, finally. 
Can you? I think I'm going to beat you to the center. I don't think you will, but that's okay. Can you? Uh, We're going to need you to hurry. We're going to need you to hurry. And Uh, keep your eyes open. Okay. Uh, I'm bringing um, presents. Cool. You stopped to shop? I didn't stop. Do that. (laughs) I paused. That okay? As long as you're just, just please get here quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, it was very important. I'll have you know for the branching out. I don't know. I don't have any more tree puns. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, Grawl, you're probably four or five rounds away from this place. Oh, goody. What are the rest of you doing? There's something about these locuses of power that because they're extra planar in some way it's like a door. As Cherish is deliberating this, I'm going to keep an eye out. Drown myself. Uh, in this pool. No, that's no, that's Sid's um, thing. Uh, I'm gonna keep my eyes open for whatever's making those metallic uh, f- uh, footsteps sounds. Okay, and it sounds like they're getting closer. Yeah. Okay. What's everybody those else rings, doing? I don't know where those rings were leading, but. This probably goes to the Wilderfane. How did we... Cherish is like talk, big talking to herself, like saying, I was like, how did we get back here, though? I... Or back to the material plane. Well, I pulled you back last time. But... There's a speck that was mostly just from the cloak. I almost did the lassie, like, what is it, girl? Uh, but she does ask, like, can can I do that again? I- if you look down at the pool, you will see the winged serpent nodding. Love it. Okay, I... The girl doesn't, I think- the girl doesn't need to be here, though. Why? Oh, because he wasn't here before. He's here because of the sword. But he so won't he know. He still has the sword out. He should come back when we go through. I right. think. Well, because, yeah, he wasn't with us last time. Right, yeah. Wow, this keeps happening. Uh... <laughs> I wish it didn't. <laughs> oh, funny how that works. So, so Tirza, I don't... Because we... Uh, Mike, we uh, Cherish and I don't specifically remember everything that happened. You guys we, weren't we, Sid we and were, Cherish at the time. We right. remember pangs of treacher, treachery and loss and grief. Yeah. And I think that's deep about longing. it. Yeah. Deep longing for one another. Deep yeah. longing Egg for one another. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably for the best that neither of us remember it. <laughs> name's uh, Sergei and Tatiana. No, that is what we remember about it. That's the messed up part. Oh. <laughs> Tears are just like, huh? 
<laughs> Why is everyone awkward now? Yeah, um, it's awkward. I... Grawl, you're close, right? I, I Give me another... What are you, I'm going to beat you there. How far behind are you guys? We're... Crawl in the, the pool. Oh, here. I can, I'm late. I apologize I, for I that. I'm on my way. I think if you guys go through the door, I can... What door are you talking about? I can see you left it on. What are you talking about? Sid, you see a crimson-cloaked figure coming around the corner into the central chamber, and it stops as it sees you all. It's algorithmic sword held in hand. It stares at you. Its cloak is still tattered, and you can see the metal superstructure beneath the weird geometric lines shifting and shaping underneath it. Its metal mask flayed slightly, resting at a strange angle beneath the tattered hood, but it stares at you, and its head tilts to the side. So what's to stop this thing from yanking us right back in? I don't know, but... Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a different one every time. Maybe the next one we surrender to Girl. and we just forget all this ever happened. We, so wait, 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 wait. We found a pair of rings, right? What did we, what did we find at the gazebo? It was a pair of rings on pedestals. Uh, can I... This is probably nothing. Uh, I'm going to pull out the rings that uh, Lucidian gave me. Is that anything? They are a pair of really finely shining copper rings on a silver chain. I don't know. So I guess it has Grawl? Yeah. I don't think you're going to make it in here. What? I mean, why? What? what what's up? What's up? I think just slowly raising its sword towards you all. You should dismiss the sword. Yeah. Why? why, why? No, don't dismiss the sword. He's gonna be stuck here. I'm trying to. There was the last time we were here. You guys should grab the the part right or the I don't know what it is. You guys should grab that right now. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Touch it. I'm not gonna grab. It. I'm gonna touch it. Sid, you're lunging up and doing this as well. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you have to like scramble, and you're touching the the rough bark bodies of these people that entwined make this tree, and uh, you're like placing hands on their wooden hip as you like reach in and are reaching for this floating green crystallized heart that rests at the center of this tree. And Tirza, you're just standing behind them as they do this? I think I I grab onto each. Like, if they touch it with one hand each, I think I'm going to grab either hand. Or actually probably by the wrists. Okay. I don't know if this does anything, but... <laughs> and the two of you reach out and place hands on this large, faceted, crystallized heart. This green pulsing energy reaching out to you. And Sid, you especially feel this thing 
just singing. Your blood is on fire as you're reaching towards this thing. It feels so inevitable. The drawing sense of a storm coursing through you as you reach towards it. And there is one last moment as you glance down at the water near your feet, near the roots of this tree, where you see the faces of that strange-looking dude and your mother staring back at you before you touch this gemstone. And... Cherish, what hand is touching the gemstone? Is it the hand with Maz or not? It's going to depend whether or not Cherish was on the left of the opening or on the right. I mean, it would make sense opening. for me to grab your not both of your non-dominant hands. Yeah. Sid's left, Cherish is right. Roll a d6. Evens, left, which is Maz, odd, right. It's odd. So that means it's... Right hand. The right hand. The non-Maz hand. The non-Maz hand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you so... both reach out and fingertips <laughs> brushing this gemstone. There is a wild howling pull on both of you. You feel whatever emotion you're feeling right now is cranked up to 11. Joy becomes rapture. Despair becomes a, a, a drowning melancholy. Anger becomes fury. Everything about what you're feeling is suddenly turned up to the most extreme version of itself. I am having a nuclear meltdown panic attack. Cool. <laughs> and you feel yourselves being drawn suddenly in a spiraling crescendo of green energy out and away, not necessarily towards some greater destination, but away from this place, certainly, or maybe parallel to this place? You're not entirely sure. All you know is this fountain of emotion suddenly boiling up out of you. Tirza, you suddenly find yourself in that darkened plane yet again. There's that big emptiness that surrounds you, and the only things are the two people you're holding on to and the gemstone they're touching in darkness. This time around, you're right on top of them as they're grasping this object. And you see that Whatever this thing is, it's not trying to send them to another plane. It's trying to send them somewhere else on this one. You see those same streamers of threads coursing out from the two of them being funneled towards this gemstone and it's trying to evacuate them somewhere else 
all you really know is that that somewhere else is beyond the storm wall. <gasps> um... This is like a this is like a split second um yeah this is like a split second thing i assume mm-hmm. i can i can i make a a i just don't know if my my um conviction of there is nothing beyond the storm wall holds up in this moment does it feel it doesn't feel sinister i assume it doesn't feel like anything i assume it feels only wrong in the sense that it's not something you've ever felt before it feels alien it feels unknown. You don't get like a, an innate sense of evil necessarily, but there's just a a, a strangeness, a, a vibrancy, uh, a dangerous quality to what's about to happen. Uh, and yeah, I don't know what Tears' immediate reaction to whatever this is going to do. It's going to fling them away, far, far away. Um, I think I, um, I don't, like, let go of their wrists to grab at the threads, but I think I just, like, I don't know, hands up shoulders to grab and do, like, the same kind of thing that I did, um, the last time, except instead of trying to pull them back, I think I'm just trying to, like, anchor them together, maybe? Or with me? It's more of just, like, a holding on okay. thing. I don't think I try to, like... You know, it, it's it's not like going to Barovia. It's not like, a, oh, they can't go to this place because it's clearly evil. I I think it's just a, like, we have to stay together. Okay. You are acting as a post driven into a river holding something by a thread that is floating down that river. It is constantly trying to move away, being carried by a current, but you stand resolute. There is tension there, and should the river become more violent, there is cause to damage both things, both the the post and what is trying to float away. But in that moment, you stand at a nexus of stillness. And there is a sudden and violent sense of the world that comes about you as you stand in this moment. And I need you to make a religion check. Mm-hmm. 
that's a seven. Okay. For the briefest of moments, you have an out-of-body experience where you are, your point of view is flung upwards and away as you see yourself holding Cherish and Sid back, their hands outstretched touching this gem, their own threads being shot through that gem and out and away, and you see that single slender pair of cords, uh, one green and gold and one gold and crimson, twining through the gemstone and out the other side and away, attempting to be shot elsewhere. And you pull back up and up and up into this dark realm, seeing just that little strand still standing out, even as the forms of Tears of Sid and Cherish fall away into darkness, that single intertwining cord showing you a compass line moving away. You pull back and back and back, and when all you see is the thread, suddenly there is a snapping image, and I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. That's an eight. Eighteen. Eighteen. I'm good at those. See for just like a brief flash that is burned into your sight, whatever sight is there for you. The entire valley ringed in a massive, colossal, titanic storm. But then there is land past that storm. It only goes for maybe a few miles beyond the valley. And then the vision ends. Grawl. Yeah, what's up? You are quickly hustling into... Uh, I mean, you just heard Tirza say you need to dismiss the sword. What are you doing? What? What? I, I don't understand. What do you mean I have to dismiss? I'm going. I'm going, baby. And you're charging into this place. You're passing frozen guards, moving yep. past druids, and you... Doug, Bob, good to see you. Let's go. Almost run straight into the back of the coal Yarut as it stands at the edge of this, pointing a sword, and its sword is slowly lowering as three figures vanish, and an elf behind them says, Wait, what about me?! Uh -oh. And you screech to a halt as you come onto this site. Suddenly you see the tree twisting and writhing, collapsing back down into its original shape. And the kolya root, still tattered, still broken, turning slowly towards you. Um, I'm really bad at timing. And it says, Your timing is impeccable. And it points its sword at you. Uh, Submit! I'm going to dismiss my sword. I don't have anything else I can do. <laughs> and as you do, there's a flash and stillness. 
and then there is sound and motion and air. There is a shrieking collapse of something. You feel a titanic effort being worked somewhere. There is a chittering, screeching howl. But it is reinforced by some new power that it didn't even know it wanted until it saw it. Blue-gray power now coursing beneath brown chitin. And you find yourself suddenly inside the bottom level of the City of Fair Ames here. The Crystal Forge stands in front of you. Your three friends falling suddenly to the ground, splashing into the water. Everyone else in the room suddenly lets out like shouts and like, ah, oh, ah. Somebody shouting accusations. Who are you? What are you doing here? Where's Han Kianor? Oh, I'm, I, um, uh, I thought there was a party down here. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We are just here for the thing. Uh, let's get them out of the water real quick. Oh, yeah. And a, um, a member of, uh, House Talconis is going to stride over and says, you don't have clearance to be down here. You need to leave. Yeah. I'm trying to get them out because they obviously don't have clearance. All I'm of you. Yes. Yeah. And no. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right. Don't care how raucous the party is getting. You know teleportation magic is dangerous down here. I know. Look at them. Look at them. Teleport wherever they, they want. Let's get them out of here. Let's bounce them real quick. Come on, you Cherish. scoundrels. Cherish basically looks catatonic. Uh, I, I don't... I've got this one with the horns. I don't see Pick up Cherish. anywhere. Mm-mm. He needed to touch the stone. He needed to get out of the pool. He might be able to figure it out. We left him. Yeah, Cherish said, even now, those heightened emotions from touching something uh, are already fading just as quickly as they came. It's like the thing where, like, there's tears coming down her face, but, like, like she doesn't know why. She can't stop it. Yeah, and rough hands are grabbing you and picking you up and thrusting you towards Grawl. Let's go. Um... Yeah, I think Sid's in a bit of a daze. Um, <laughs> and and Tirza is laughing. <laughs> and Tirza will drag herself 
uh, I think she collapsed into the pool, and now the cloak is just, like, sopping wet and heavy as she's, like, dragging herself out of the pool. And, yeah, just, like... Uh... Not hysterical laughter, that's so cliche, but just, like, bewildered. <laughs> right, everyone, we have to go. We can't stay here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have to go find Canaeus. Yeah. To find everyone yeah. else. Canaeus. We have things to do. What do you mean, find Canaeus? Canaeus is back where we came from. Is he? We don't know. We have to go. Let's go. Tears uh, will we'll start to go. Like, stump, like stumbling out. Mm-hmm. Cherish? Yeah. You gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And the four of you leave the Crystal Forge? Yeah. Okay. And I, th I think as we... Uh exit I, I, like I, I don't think Tirza even notices that Sid and Cherish are distressed at all because she's just like what the fuck uh, but I think she turns and is walking backwards as Grawl is kind of like leading them out and she says There is a, a world beyond the valley. <laughs> it's it's just it's all been completely a lie. That's <laughs> Is this a good I I I mean, you sound like you're laughing, but I'm guessing this is a bad thing. I saw it. <sighs> we need to get out of here so that I can talk to Zenerva. <clears throat> yeah. Um... Okay, I'm hailing a uh, a carpet. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Quickly get a, a carpet built for four. Depends where you're going. Uh, we need to go right back to where we came from. Okay. Uh, we need the other people. Uh, we need to get out into the welding as soon as possible. Yep. Uh, so that'll be uh, 12 gold to get back to level eight. Okay. Got it. You load your somewhat 
flabbergasted friends onto this carpet. Cherish, seemingly despondent. Sid, guilt-stricken. And Tirza in a state of bemused mania. <laughs> yeah. And eventually you find your way back to the ritual space that you had erected. Um, in quick order, you reconnect with most of the people who you had conducted the ritual around. They retreated back into the space after you had all vanished. They weren't sure what had happened. Is Lee Valfier still in there? Uh, Lee Valfier is like walking around agitated, kind of uh, wondering what occurred. There is no sign of Canaeus. No. Okay, uh, we should Leave get our here. stuff. Hmm. Yes? What, what, what happened? Where did you all go? I need to review some of your notes really quick. Oh, I'm sure. I'm still compiling, of course. Not all of these are complete, and I don't know if you are capable of reading my shorthand, but uh, what would you like to know? Just let me look at... Just let me see the notes. Okay. Uh, what do you want to see? I want every scrap of paper that she wrote on during this. Yeah, she'll hand you a, a, a sheath of paper. Um, I light it on fire. Oh, uh, she does not take that very well. Um, hmm. Nice. It's fine. She's got keen mind. She'll remember it all. She does doesn't. She? She, that's why she has a very meticulous note-keeping process. Um... <laughs> The consequences of what we did here today can never be repeated. And Etsuko, who is coming up close, will say, What happened? What, where did you all go? <laughs> what consequences? It worked, didn't it? Yes. Yep. And, anyway, yeah. Yeah, Valfir is fuming and it looks like she's ready to, like attack you physically, but Sue Oren's holding her back. Come at me, bro. It, it turns out... I have out left, and I have nothing to that, that, <laughs> uh, higher beings of law super don't like things called lawless pendants being made. Uh, I'm past it. It's great. It's almost like using aberrant magic to, to, yeah, do what we want is... Inherently a bad decision. <laughs> yeah, I guess we could have just you let coming up with any better ideas. I don't agree that it was a good choice in hindsight, of course. <laughs> but if someone has the bare look, <sighs> it might as well be us and not anyone else. We certainly know how to handle it. Them. Consequences, plural. Etsuko will say, What happened to Canaeus? Did he go wherever you went? Yes. Yes. He did. I don't know if he's still there. We don't know how that place works, really. Really know how we got there specifically? We don't know if you we were brought there or if the ritual itself 
I mean, presumably we were brought there. Etsuko would have joined us if it had been the ritual itself. And we might not have gone. Where did you go? Oh, boy. Uh... The ethereal and the astral planes are smushed. Ah, that strange hybrid plane you spoke of the, with the trials. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's where we were. Interesting. I think. And something um, brought you there? Something called an inevitable. Inevitability or an inevitable? Inevitable. The, inevitable. The Calyur. Oh, God. I can't Cal read my own handwriting. Calyur root. Root to you. The Kevin. The Kevin brought us there. And I don't really say that's that. That's going to look a little confused by that. Um, but. Uh, Suwarin will say, uninevitable. Is that what you called it? That's what Kanaeus called it. Oh my. That is an uh, ancient creature of order. I, I do not know how often they are even seen on the material plane. Oh yeah. Probably if only if you break the laws of reality. And Etsuko will say, but they weren't on the material plane. No. This requires further thought. We don't have time. And Blizz will say, are... Are you all right? Is everyone... You look like... What happened in there? Lots. As per usual, it was very upsetting. I'm gonna go look for Judah. And then Tirza turns and does that. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go... I'm just... Cherish is gonna go prep. I don't think she says that, though. I think she just drops the ashes of the paper and leaves. Okay. There were others who were brought there. I don't know why. Canaeus was one of them. And there was an elf down in the forge who was brought there as well. And Anaean will step forward and say, an elf? Someone who worked in the Crystal Forges? Who? Um, I can't remember the pronunciation. Ankianor? Yeah. And Anaean will say, Did they make it out? No. I don't, I don't think so. And leave Alfir almost shrieking, will say, Maybe we'd be able to do something about it if that little horned and burned all my. Sue Orin will just kind of like put a hand on her and push her back away. Uh, Etsuko will begin following Cherish out of the space. 
you're heading back to the Halls of Wonder? Yep. Yep. Grawl, Sid. I'm already on my way. Mm -hmm. Um, Grawl's gonna go look for, um, Canaeus. Okay. Sid? Um, yeah. Um, did you, I, I ask Anan, did you know him? Uh, only vaguely. Uh, we worked together. He was a member of House Weniel, um, one of those faces you see, but never really get the time to, to know them. So I guess, no. I told him I would protect him. Hmm. I'm sure we will do everything we can to try to retrieve him. Yeah. Um Yeah. And I think Sid will walk off. Okay. Any particular destination in mind? Um, you can help me find Canaris if you want. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Okay. Cherishin tears ahead back to the Halls of Wonder, not far, it's on this level, and Sid and Grawl get lost in the most marvelous lunar celebration party you've ever experienced, looking for someone who isn't there. As you move through the ecstatic party atmosphere, Moments ago, this whole riotous scene was silent and still, and now it is nothing but noise and motion and excited, but fragile happiness. Uh, the people here are celebrating for the sake of celebrating, not because they have something to celebrate. Cherish and Tirza, you eventually make it back to the Halls of Wonder. Blue's Fizzle Nozzle followed you there. Uh, the the Lyodons and Anaean went their separate ways. Uh, I, I, upon like noticing that Cherish was following behind, I think Tirza probably like slowed down to let you catch up, but I. Unless Cherish says anything, I'm assuming it's a completely silent walk back to the Hall of Wonders. Yep. Okay. A totally natural, completely silent mm -hmm. walk back between friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Liz senses the completely natural silence, but decides not to intrude upon it. Um... <laughs> That's fair. As you make it back, Cherish, you go off to prepare. Yeah, make sure all my stuff is packed and, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, your cry for a little bit. Normal packing stuff. Pack repacking all of your gear. Your hand rests for a long moment on the the deck of cards which rested at the bottom of your pack. Um, unsure if it would have had any effect against the thing you just faced. You never really got a chance to try, though. No. Tirza, you begin searching for Judah. You are not under the impression that he ever left here after your sojourn into the Dreamlands. And eventually you find in one of the small, simple bedchambers of the Sanctum, Judah has holed up in this room. The doors don't lock here, so there isn't a ton of privacy that can be gained outside of just a closed door. But eventually checking the rooms, you would find him with the bed having been turned up onto its side to give him more of an extra space in the center of this place. He's sitting cross-legged, uh, nervously touching the prayer beads at his wrist and staring, uh, muttering to himself some kind of mantra as he stares fixedly into the middle distance. And he doesn't seem to even notice you enter the room. Um... I think, uh, well, I think upon seeing him, Tears is like, oh, my Shalmaran's guiding light. Okay. Uh, Judah? Doesn't look up. Um. Okay, I... I just wanted to make sure you were all right, since uh, the four of us went to the the other place with with the Skane Witch. But and when you say mm -hmm. Skane Witch, he'll blink several times and shake his bull head. And uh, uh, I thought oh, that might get your attention. What? What? What was that? I'm sorry. Are it's... you all right? Um. No. No, I don't think I am. Um, apologies, I... No, me me neither. <laughs> that library that we went to, there were... There are things there that are perhaps are best unknown. Things yeah. better left buried. I get the impression that most of that place is not meant for people like us. Hmm. Oh, difficult truths, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> the hardest to face, but must needs be overcome. Uh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> of course, you're right. The I was shown something that. about the true nature of things. My my people. I am 
uncertain if I should accompany the rest of you out into the wilding now. I am uncertain if your friend Arbidon should either. I will, um, like, sit down and mirror however he's sitting. Because of... Because you're, you're minotaurs, it... What that place does to people, it may release something in both of us. A monster. One that I've trained my entire life to contain, and one that I think your friend embraces. I... The others and I will, of, of course, respect your decision, but you should know we we would trust you with with our lives i mean all of the nine of us are bound together in some way and i don't i If you would rather not go, of course, no one's going to force you, but... What, what did you learn, if that's not too uncomfortable? I learned something of our origins, something that I, I have known since my first days in the monastery, but... Perhaps not in such vivid detail. There are greater evils in the multiverse, Tirza. Things that cannot be reasoned with, cannot be diverted. <laughs> Creatures of such abominable evil that their mere presence changes where they set foot or the creatures around them. And he'll stare down at his own hand. One such demon prince is responsible for my people. I <laughs> I'm perhaps not the best person to be comforting in a situation like this. I've been sort of really judgmental about Cherish and her whole Thing. Um, 
but the origins of your people is not I don't know if I think things are inherently evil anymore, and I think if things were, you wouldn't be. For what it's worth. And he will definitely smile at that, and let out a bit of a snort, and say, We both come from strange backgrounds. <laughs> Your trust and support mean the world to me, Tirza. Yours, Sids, Grawls, cherishes. There are many who would look at me as a monster. But you four do not. Words cannot express my depth of thanks for that. Of course, you're... Of course. Baphomet's madness be damned. If my friends need <laughs> aid, then by thunder, Judah Sunpalm will give it. Good. We... We need all the help we can get. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said something about the Skane Witch. Uh, right. We, that's why I came to make sure that you were alright and that you are still here. Uh, we, um, were brought to the, uh, that strange mix of astral and ethereal that the Skane Witch brought us to. I just, I wanted to make sure you weren't trapped there. And you escaped. Yes. Yeah, we've done that a couple times now. Really? Yeah. So it is possible then? Yes. I... I'm not really sure how, though. And there's a tightening of the cloak around your shoulders, and a kind of rustling, like, it's all you, buddy. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. I, um... Yeah, I, we, down in Blue Gulch, and here now, too, um, there are sort of gates all over the valley, not like the portals, really, but maybe kind of like those. Um, and we go through them, or usually actually Sid and Cherish go through them, and then I... Desperately try to keep them from uh, being 
flung into other realms or uh, potentially outside the valley on the material plane, which is just the thing I, I discovered is possible and real. But it is... It's been a very long day. Maddening desolation out there. It is probably for the best that they were not sent there. I don't know if that's true anymore. I saw something beyond the storm. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe it was just a vision or a, a representation of what was happening, but um, well, perhaps I know your people believe the storm simply does not end, but. There are others who believe otherwise. Right. Most, and I do not mean to offend you, Tirza, but most just assume the world is a maddening swirl of magical chaos out there beyond the storm. Perhaps not engulfed in an ever-flowing tempest of rain and water, but at the very least, insanely dangerous. Yes, yes. Um. Maybe. I don't know. Well, as you are here for me, I am here for you if you wish to speak of it. I... Nothing much to speak of, just more questions. But that's been the past few months with us, so... That is the nature uh, of things. I'm, I'm glad you're alright and that you're not... That you didn't come with us this time. Or that you're here now. And I'm glad you'll, you're willing to, to come with us. I think Cherish is probably wanting that to happen sooner rather than later and I don't I'm inclined to agree indeed and he will slap his thigh and push himself up yeah. off the floor tears will also get up enough wallowing in what the past may do to destroy the present let us try to preserve the future <laughs> right Thank you, Judah. And all. Awkward pat. <laughs> and he'll say, thank you, Tirza. And um, I will take my leave. And he will follow you out. And your preparations for heading out into the wilding commence. Grawl, Sid, how long do you spend searching for Canaeus? Sid, there's too many people out here. He'll, he'll find his way back. A, a hour or two. How, how can you know that? I don't know that. I can't. 
know that. Just have to hope that it happens. I guess we found our way back. Maybe the next time we find ourselves there, we'll we'll look. Yeah. You head back to the Halls of Wonder. Mm -hmm. Sometime around noon on the 16th of so, the Lunar Festival, you know, will end at first moonrise. And at that point, the, the party will start to wind down a little bit as a night of more somber drinking follows the events of the full moon here in Fair Ames here. But it is near midday on the 16th of so that the four of you gather. Judah Sumpalm, your ally, ally ready to accompany you, as well as Etsuko and Arbidon, if you wish them to come as well. But you do have a uh, spare lawless pendant now that Canaeus is nowhere to be found. But you are prepared as best you can to enter the wildling and put an end to its maddening effects that besiege Fair Ames here and release this city from the forces that hold it captive. But I think we'll handle that next time because, mm -hmm. as always, you can find us on Twitter at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponents at materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. Need that RPG in there, or else you're emailing somebody completely different, and I don't know who they are. It's uh, me. I already, I already snagged it, just <laughs> Okay, there we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> And uh, any emails sent there will be sure to be kindly received because we always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, I like how Tears is like, I don't know if I believe things are inherently evil anymore. And Cherish is in the other room like, even, if I, even when I try to help people, I just mess things up and I do things bad. It's inherently evil. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, no I... good deed. <laughs> uh, I am on Twitter at Crowd Olivia. Uh, well, dang. Well, dang, guys. Come hang out. Oof. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can do so at the readamus. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's always, it's always a, a double-edged sword when Mike goes, Hey, do you want to do this thing? Cause you know, you know, it's going to be good, but it's also going to be probably bad. So just the only know. way we can get ourselves out of trouble is if we get into trouble first. We have to we have to displace the trouble. Take the trouble and push it somewhere else. Um, and uh, instead of finding me on social media, uh, you can instead uh, push your efforts into 
uh, rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to it with, uh, because uh, we very much uh, would like to hear from you guys and uh, having uh, reviews would be really, really helpful for us. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, if you were to do this uh, and include in the tagline of your, or sorry, the subject line of your review, the name of an NPC, well, Mike's going to put that NPC in this campaign. It does not matter how stupid that name is. That character will be in this campaign. I'm just saying there is a new review up there and a certain, uh, I believe it's Sprig Blastcap is uh, mm-hmm. going to have to make it into this campaign here <laughs> sooner rather than later. Uh, but you don't know what the Collier Roots true name was for all you know. No, that <laughs> <laughs> That's a cop out. Yeah, it absolutely is. No. It's that space <laughs> cop out. We are uh-huh. we are all going to be saying whatever name it is because it'll be yeah. very integral to that episode. It's for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, or, that's a good name. Or we'll just run into an NBC and immediately be like, Mike, Mike, is this Frank Blaskin? Is this, is this <laughs> Do we find him? Uh, but of course you can find me on Twitter at MK Gargani, or I am here to answer all of your questions about the Real crazy nonsense. We are now diving headfirst into. We're there, y'all. We, we are at so the. Plateau. We're at the crazy nonsense. So, Mike, how about that crazy nonsense? Yeah, yeah. What about you? Yeah, please, tr- <laughs> please do. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will practice my malevolent gift game all day long. If the four of you do, <laughs> um... <laughs> you don't know about my sixteen other Twitter accounts. <laughs> uh, and of course, you can find our good, good friend, the Duskwalker, over at NPC underscore AN, uh, because all multiversal shopkeepers have a bit of a reputation, and Omatep has the grandest of reputations. <laughs> I am known even on the plateaus of Leng. Um, and Yikes. of course, that means he is... All good things, of course. He's no longer welcome NPC. There. Yes. Now, he may have uh, done some dirty deeds uh, on that old plateau. <laughs> mm, <I'm> sure. <laughs> uh, and yes, he is, of course, an important NPC. Um, but leastways, thank you all so much for listening to this crazy, crazy show that I promise <laughs> you is only going to get crazier from here. Uh, as we are getting into the true meat of this transplaner nonsense that I love so much. Uh, we got Inevitables. We got Sigil on the horizon. Oh, there's so much crazy Planescape bullshit happening here. I love it. Um, (laughs) we should have gone south. (laughs) At this point, yes. The Blood War I can handle. The Blood (laughs) War... Okay, here's the thing. We would have finished the Blood War by now, you know? Yeah, finish the Blood War. That's blood, how that works. They would have had it. Blood hey, war. at this rate. Hey, at this rate. Blood War knows? resolved. We did yeah. it. One episode. Way to go, guys. We yeah. fixed it. Um, we finally fixed something. Uh, but yes, thank you for listening to all this nonsense. And uh, as always, the world is chaos. So please be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 I'm waving, but you can't see it. Bye. (laughs) Toodles.